So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like touching flowers, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Congratulations, you guys made it to another fucking week. Moped Monday podcast. Dude, episode 154. That number might be wrong. Who knows? You know, it, it could be. It could be way more. It could be way less. I probably have missed numbers in there somewhere. I know there's like bonus episodes where like half a episode number. It, it got. It got weird. I. I made it confusing. Ah, uh, but yeah. Welcome back to another week. Um, again, we're gonna kick it off. We're right off the phone, out the gates with Josh Davison. I'm gonna, uh, uh, the Jolly Rancher, because he's the only one that I really know. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I met, I think I met two, and I was like, but I'm not sure. I can't remember. But yeah, what's up, man? We're little. What's up, dude? Welcome to the uh, to the to the show. I guess like it's a thing. As as I sit in this room with like you know nothing on the walls, I'm like, man, like this fucking, <laughs> this studio layout is just not popping right now. I need I need more flair. Oh man, I've been wanting to be on this for so long. Dude, well, I'm glad to have you, man. Why don't you uh, tell everyone who you are and where you're from and the club you rep in out there in the streets? Mm, out here in the cornfields. Uh, <laughs> my name's Josh Davison uh, from, well, okay, Omaha, Nebraska, basically. That's where everybody knows. But 15 minutes south is Plattsmouth, Nebraska. And that's where I'm from. Oh, hell yeah. Plattsmouth, let's get it. We're repping Plattsmouth out here. Yeah, where's that? That's not it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's a joke, like Plattsmouth. Like what? No, I'm just kidding. Everybody my, says Plattsmouth. That's all right. My buddy's from a from a little town called Pulaski, Virginia, and it's like Pulaski. Yeah, like what? Do you say Pulaski? Pulaski? Is that where you're? I'm like yeah. So I know some little. I know some little towns. My my family's from a small town called uh called Beaverdam, so, right. so I'm like, all right, mom. I don't even correct anybody anymore. They're just like, yep, plus I'm like, yep, yep, that's <laughs> sure it. Is. It's a good good place, <laughs> dude. Yeah, so, uh, you've been in, the, into this moped thing for a while now, huh? Dude, it's almost ten years now. I think a decade. It's so crazy because like our community is still so small. Yet, like it's big, it's bigish. Like for things, like like you know, it's it's bigish, but like we're so spread out that it's like, like someone like you who's been in mopeds just as long as I have. Like we've only crossed paths like once. Yeah, well, you know, the great divide of like the country. Little, yeah, yeah, because we met at. Uh, North Carolina at yeah, the beach party. The moped beach party. The not a ra- Dude, I, the not a rally. Not a rally. And that was a long Dude, trip I, for you guys. How long did you guys get there? I think it was almost twenty four hours. I think it was a day. Yeah, that's a big trip, man. 
It might have been, yeah, I think it was, it was either 24, 20, it don't matter, but yeah, it was, it was a while. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of like my, like, limit, like, like a six, seven hour trip for a rally, it was like, that's easy, that's cake, like, we'll do those, like, just to hit it right. for a night, you know, cool, let's, let's do the seven hour drive, hit the, hit the long ride and go back home, like, you know. Right, hit the Saturday night and then go. Yeah, but like, like, in like 12, it's like, cool, if you got a partner, like, I'll do a 12-hour rally, like, cool, I'll drive six hours, and then I'll go to sleep for six hours, and I'll be there. Like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll split it. But, right. like, when you go to, like, real big commitment rallies, like, 20-plus hours in the vehicle with whoever you decide to take with you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they might not be on the same page as you. Like, listen, man, we're not stopping for shit. There's fucking, it's a lot, it's a long way to go and we're not fucking around. I'm not yeah, trying to have an no extra, an extra five hours in the vehicle. Cause you want a Bojangle. Like, <laughs> right. I know you like water, but you ain't drinking water on the trip. We're not stopping every 15 minutes. For you oh, to yeah. uh, it's like firm limit. It's like, listen guys, we're, we're only stop. Look, I'll stop every quarter of a tank. You know, it's like we get down to a quarter of a tank and I'll, and I'll stop. Like to get gas, and that's when you get ten minutes to handle your business. Yep, yep. Like, Every gas stop, fifty yeah. minute warning. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember going to rallies, and uh, and we'd run a clock. Like the first couple times we went to New Orleans, we like we like ran a clock at at the gas stops to like, oh, like cool. to like see how long it it was it was taking. We're like, all right, man. That that was a good stop, guys. You, we, 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 were, we were eleven <laughs> minutes and forty seconds. Like gold star, gold star, every all around. Yeah, like don't do that twenty more times. Yeah, don't don't blow it on the next stop. Like we got to hold this shit together. <laughs> like, and, if, and if you do well, like when the sun comes up in the morning, like I'll stop for breakfast. We, we can get Waffle House and keep it moving. We get a Waffle House. Yeah, like, you know, a little Waffle House never never did anyone wrong. Your Waffle House is shit, dude. I love it. I love a Waffle House. It's great. It's, it's well, like I was, a consistent like mediocrity, you know. Like I know what it's what I'm gonna get every time. <laughs> I was born in Arkansas. When I was a kid, we had Waffle Houses everywhere. So we moved up to like Nebraska, and there's no Waffle Houses. The nearest ones like Kansas City, and it's I've seriously taken trips down to Kansas City just to get Waffle House, just mm. for the memory. <laughs> just like just trying to reminisce, you know, about the good times. Do you remember when there was like you could smoke in a Waffle House and everybody was smoking and then they like complained enough and then there was like, oh, this is the non-smoking section and you had to go sit in the corner while everybody <laughs> else like that fan made a difference that nobody was smoking. Yeah, like well, I just that's, I, that's like funny to think about in general because I remember like just like everything because like because we're older, you know, I remember like, everything being like smoking. Mm -hmm. Like you go anywhere and you could smoke inside of anything and like oh yeah and like. To see it now where it's so like, it's, you know, it's just like, this is the complete opposite. Like, oh, we got like a smoking room. There's, we still have one dive bar in Richmond that's like, they don't give a fuck, dude. Like you go in there. Under like, the, under the radar. Yeah. They're like, it's the last dive. And like, then they're right. proud of it. It's like, you know, they got one shitty pool table. The bartender's singing karaoke behind the bar <laughs> while singing drinks. Like, Very cool. <laughs> like everything's frozen. Like we, we used to go there for moped rides. We'd stop there. And like play the fucking shuffleboard and stuff, and like and, uh, you like hit it, and it's like cool. You get like a burger, a fry, a drink, and it's like, and then he gives you the bill, and it's like five dollars even, and you're like, God, right. <laughs> it's like awesome. But like you leave like old school 
bar style. Like your hair smells like cigarettes. All your clothes are saturated. Like it's like going to a concert like back in the day. Like, oh, I hit this show when I was like 15, you know, back, you know, whenever you go to right. shows and everyone was just like smoking and like you leave and your eyes would hurt. Like they just burn. Yeah, you smell like weed, and you're like, I didn't even smoke. Secondhand lung cancer, I did it. <laughs> <coughs> oh, but then, from, from Arkansas, huh? Well, I was born there, yeah. And then you grew yeah, up and yeah. moved out to the real world. <laughs> yeah, get, get, out, get out of there. Get out of there. Well, when did you get into mopeds? Uh, that's... That's a funny story, story in itself, I suppose. So, in Omaha, okay, one of my good buddies, he's the co-captain of Jolly Ranchers. He's Max Goldberg, it's his name. What's up, man? And, uh, yeah. Uh, he, his family owned Nebraska Motorcycle Parts in Omaha. And that was, like, one of the last, like, uh, like this is before the like internet took over and you could get everything from Rock Auto and like Amazon and mm-hmm. all the things. And so I go in there and hang out, and then I was working on bikes, and so we met each other, and we're about the same age or whatever. But so yeah, he <clears throat> basically we we're gonna go hang out, and I was just like, oh, let's go like in Omaha. There's this like billiard hall, Big John's or whatever, mm-hmm. and we want to go play pool. And he was like, yeah, come over and we'll go to this deal. But then he was like, hey, let's ride these mopeds over there. And I was, at the time, my like mentality for mopeds was like, fuck mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> like, mopeds are fucking stupid. Yeah, you were too cool. But, like, like, yeah, the, it was 100% too cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, mopeds are lame. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he had this, he had a general, like a V1 general, and it was like pristine. And then he had a souped up, hobbit and he was like you could ride the hobbit and i was like wow the hobbit this is gonna be great <laughs> so anyway it wasn't too far away but like ripping through it was the smile ride man yeah. it was like the 25 mile an hour ripping through residential bumping over speed bumps like whipping through traffic like you can't do on a bike and that was ruined my life <laughs> that's literally like I, we say it all the time that's that's I think that's the key factor. That's what it takes. Put someone on it. They can talk all the shit they want. They can but, laugh. They can giggle. They can like be like they're too cool for it. But then you let them ride it, and they and they always come back with a smile. And they always are like, okay, that's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was a hundred percent smile ride. And I was, he's like, well, how'd you like it? And I was like. You try to downplay it. You're like, (laughs) like while you're still smiling, cheesing up hard. You're you're trying to downplay it. Got it. Yeah, make a smile on my face. Cool. And then it was like, well, how much? uh, How much? uh, One of those things go for? Like, not that I want one, but you know, I was looking. But yeah, he helped me get a. uh, My first bike was a a Motron V1, and instantly like in the cafe racer phase yeah of course so first moped instantly, it's got, yeah. it's got to, you got to make it cooler than it is oh yeah so rode it around for a little bit rode it to work but like i want to say within two weeks of having it like chopped this thing apart made a tank for it top tank hc radical paint job rip clubman bars make it back hurt <laughs> 
damn out the gates ready to go sore back, yeah sore back life all already <laughs> yeah i still yeah so i guess i burned that up on the wall in the shop that's good like i wish now i kept you, my first my first moped frame like i have you no, had the moby didn't you yeah i had a, i had a moby man i like bought it it was it was orange it didn't run i did French some game. stupid long drive to get it and it just like Sat in the corner of my living room, like behind the couch, for like months. months. But you had one though. I had one. I had one. My buddies were out riding, enjoying themselves, doing good, doing good things. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll come to the moped rally. My bicycle. I got. Yeah, you were yeah. in the Fixies, weren't you? Yeah, I was in the Fixies. I saw you had yours. Well, I was like, damn, dude. Same, I was like, same people, brothers from another mother. <laughs> there we go. Different cornfield. I read, dude. I read. Yeah, different cornfield. <laughs> like right, my crop circles were round, yours were square. Got it, <laughs> dude. Uh, I was recently like looking at bicycles again because, like, um, like Richmond used to have you know like a critical mass or whatever, and be like, okay, it was decent. Like we had decent size, like critical mass, and like Very meet, cool. meet in the park and do the ride. And there were all these different bicycle clubs, like just like mopeds are in Richmond. Like right. the bicycle scene was like the same way. It was like all these different cliques of different like clubs. You oh, know, very and, like cool. we'd have like a gi- giant like a uh, bicycle event called Slotorama, which was like yeah. your typical like crazy games. You know, like tug of war or, or the, on the bikes and tall bike jousting and like chariot races, all that shit. And like um, very cool. And like I don't know, it's just like super similar to the bicycle scene and the and the moped scene with their clicks and clubs and stuff. So it's like it's it's crazy how like when the mopeds really started popping here, like Satan started, but then like you know other clubs would pop up because like right even though our city's small, it'd be like oh these are my friends and so we're gonna do our own thing. And like you know we even got a new kid right now, like he's a, a, a club of one. Like you know like we got five clubs here. He's like I'm a club of one. Like I'm starting my own club. Like the fucking the dragons or fucking the pterodactyls or whatever the fuck he's calling it right now. Really? Yeah. I'm like I'm like dude. Like there we go. That's how it happens here. <laughs> It's not- Dude, okay. <laughs> That's how it happens in Omaha too. So like when I got like when I got into mopeds, we had the Kit Kats and the uh, Dead Possums, the Dopeds were like still around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, me and Max were like we didn't I don't know like I don't know. We just didn't consider like we were worthy to join their gangs, you know, or club or whatever. So we were just like, you know what? We're gonna start our own because I don't know, they were like the the up like it feels like it oh, feels we, like impatience too like to me like it's like everyone's the right re- you're so ready to do the thing and like have a club and you're like yeah we're doing it we're doing it that like that they skip like the whole like hanging around phase because like a lot of that right a lot right. of those clubs grow like so organically that it's like yeah like we had this new dude and he was just hanging around and then like we looked up one day we're like oh wait that's guy's still around here like <laughs> yeah you trying right. to you trying to join this club or what <laughs> yeah i yeah, I like in my head they were like the pinnacle, and I was like, "Oh man, I want to be like those guys one day. We should start a club and like be like those guys one day." But it didn't even it didn't even register. Like Ed talked to me, like Ed the uh, Dead Possums, like mm-hmm. Ed's moped shop. He was like, "Dude, you know you could like join the Dead Possums, like to prospect and stuff." And I was like, "What? No way!" <laughs> I don't know. It was, that's how Omaha is too. Like now, it's there's like there's the old guard, but you can see the the changing. I guess. 
Yeah, like you gotta kind of pass the torch eventually. Like, like I remember right. fucking Kit Kats and, and Dead Possums. I had like I have a Kit Kat sticker in one of my old movie frames. I'm like, oh right, yeah, that I got from like a Chicago rally. Fucking, I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago, something forever, you know. I'm Very like, cool. I'm like, dude, like Kit Kats, like that was a cool name to me. I was just like, I was just jazzed on that. I was like, yo, Kit Kats. I'm like, that's tight. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I got into it or, like, was aware of it slightly. I don't know if they were still a thing, and I hope, like, somebody can correct me on that. But, yeah, I I think I know one Kit Kat. I don't know if it's still a thing or not, but definitely know all the dead possums and the yeah. dope heads. That's tight. Like, I, I don't know. We had the same thing here. Cause like, uh, shout out, dude, straight up, before I go too far. Uh if you guys didn't check my foot armor, you haven't noticed the post that uh, Simon made on the internet, or it's, and it's on the MA page too. Uh, Hell Satan's got emeritus status, which means they yeah. were a moped club, official arm, moped army club for over 10 years. Like Yeah, over 10 years. Yeah, yep, yep. Like, Satan's have been a club since 2003. Like, mm. 2003. Like, they had a, they, they were making, like, you know, They've been doing cool shit for years. And, like, I feel, like, so, like, I don't know. Like, we always kind of, like, like you said, you looked up to the Dead Possums. Like, that was, like, kind of the club that, like, everyone looked up to here. Because they were always just doing, like, ridiculously rad shit. It's like, oh, what did the Satans do this week? Oh, they, uh, they got some weird warehouse with, like, a giant Hell Satan, like, tag inside. Like, a huge piece and there's oh, like cool. just like rave dark dance parties at this spot. Oh, they got this other warehouse with like all the bicycle kids and like they're doing like crazy bike knots. They call it the bike lot. Oh, like now now they now they now they built like a, a mini ramp. I meant like a, a giant like wooden bowl like inside of this warehouse for so people can skate during the fucking when it when it's rain outside, when it's wet. Oh, yeah, because don't they have a? They still have a skate park in the backyard or whoever's house. I yeah, don't know they, names, they've been but. doing insanely cool shit forever. And King Pat oh, from yeah. the Hell Satan's has a fucking cement skate, like a concrete cement skate park in his backyard. Yeah, that's insane. That's it's so like cool. the entire backyard is like <laughs> all skate park now, and it's like a fire pit in the middle of it. It's got like a big arching quarter pipe thing that goes over the walkway like you walk through it you like you have to walk through the quarter pipe to get into the yard like they have a pool they do fucking yoga sundays they like fill the pool during the summer like people can go swim there like he's cool like they don't care you know and it's like it's like a real pool where they drain it and you skate it too yeah they they swim in the pool during the summer and then they drain the pool during the winter and people skate it that's like uh that's like yeah, bucket like, list thing for me to actually skate an actual pool. That's yeah, rad. like an actual cement pool that is a that's like swimmable cool. pool, and they've been doing stuff like that forever. Like there's like, uh, fucking Red Bulls. The skate parks are like Red Bulls, like top ten DIY skate parks. They've oh really? Like, yeah, they've done like actual like big like teams of like oh this bike team's uh, gonna jam the fucking Satan pool, you know King Pat's pool, like the Lost Bowl. Look it up, the Lost Bowl, like. It's sick. I will. But they've also fucking had the only televised moped TV show. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that. Like, legit a television show. I remember when they, when the show was finally airing, we were having like, we were having like moped rides to like the bar 
to like watch it like okay new new episode this this Wednesday and we ride out to the bar and watch it together. They fucking little kids in your favorite show like oh, new episode's coming out <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's so funny because it. it's like it's so cheesy and scripted and you're just like oh but it's, but it's like you know it's people you know so it's like interesting right and like they fucking they went on Judge Joe Brown to like fight over like a. Like, my roommate broke my laptop, like, and got paid to go be on Judge Joe Brown. Like, I don't know. I they, did not know that. Yeah. That's sick. They've done all sorts of cool shit. The, the promo video with them backflipping the moped into the yeah, river. Yeah, I was about to say, you sent me that video. That, what river was that that they did Rich, that? Rich, the, the Richmond River, fucking James River. Right right in the middle of our city. Yeah, right. we, have a, we have a big river that runs right through our city. So it's like, you know, spit, spit you away. Can you, like, can go, you can go swim at any moment, you know? They didn't get like pop for that. I figured like a some environmentalist guy would be like, yeah, gasoline in the river. Not really, dude. It's like where it was like, especially then. That was probably ten years ago. Dude. Like longer. Like you can get right. away with whatever. Less the less That's cameras, so less like you know, like that area that they did that in is like really nice now. The city like put in benches and like made it uh-huh. nicer and like. They're like the whole, like, yeah, the whole like riverfront, like right across the street from where that was at, is all like luxury townhouses and condos now. Like it's really nice. Who did the backflip? Who was that? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. He's also like one of the BMX dudes or something in town. I was wondering because it looked like fresh. Like it didn't look like I'm just gonna go do a backflip. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, it was someone who definitely knew what he was doing. He's definitely backflipping bicycles and shit. Like, but it's also like. <sighs> Just, just some swinger. They they got it fired up, you know, and like they drown it and they drag it out and they do it, you know, again or some shit. Right. But it's like fired up with the back wheel. Yeah, it's just like crazy stuff they were doing, man. Like, like the first time we went, just what what are we doing? They were just gonna ride mopeds in the woods and hit some trails. Like they're always down to do crazy stuff, and they just go get lost, which I think is really cool too. Like a lot of people get stuck into this like hole where they like, especially like I, n- I noticed it here too with like some of the new people like. They, they'll do the same rides, hit the same spots. You're doing the same thing over and over again. Like, sometimes you just need to get on your moped and, like, take it for what it is. Like, your moped's, like, pretty much a toy, and you should be able to, like, do right. some kind of sketchy shit. Just go get lost. Go get sketchy with it and, like, find something new. Find some new road you've never been on before and, like, enjoy it, you know? I have, I have noticed that, like, I don't know if it's, like, new gen or whatever. I've noticed more and more people, like, especially at rallies and stuff, if, like, something goes wrong, they panic. Like, no, man, this is, like, that's moped. So, well, it doesn't run. Well, the, well, the pack's going to leave me. And, like, I don't know where to go. Like, no, that's horseshit. Like, you know where to go. Yeah, like, new, new adventure. Yeah. You're going to have a different story than everyone else. Right. Figure this out and then make it and come meet us. Well, what if I'm, like, an hour late and I don't make the... The raffle or whatever and be like well then you're now late and you didn't make the raffle or whatever but yeah. be like well you yeah, at man like <laughs> oh i broke down and i figured it out oh I like i don't know yeah Dude, my there's first, a bunch of people here that like panic <laughs> like i remember my very first out-of-town rally like my very first out-of-town rally i took a new bike that i finished building the night before smart idea Great idea. I, I recommend Super trying it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> At least once, yeah. You try it once. <laughs> Don't do it oh, again. Yeah. And I remember, like, just, like, something finicky breaking down. Like, I just, like, the gas flow stopped. Like, I was, like, getting, like, vapor lock or something weird. And I was breaking oh, yeah. down. And, like, the pack left. And I was like, all right, well, 
Luckily, like that that ride had like turn by turn instructions like in the raffle pack, so yeah. like all the directions to the thing were there, and like I finished the ride by myself, and it was sick. I had a great time. Like I did the whole ride by myself, and like as I'm con- going along, I'm just like watching. Like I get to like see all the breadcrumbs, you know, of riders that are broken down along the way. <laughs> so, right. Like, every couple of miles, I'd be like, oh look, another one. <laughs> And they they cheer you on. <laughs> they cheer you on, point you in the right direction, and be like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> Another one. Another one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm. But yeah, man. Shout out, shout out, Hell Satan's. Uh, congrats on making it ten years or over ten years, well over ten years, and fucking retiring, bowing out. Shout out. Were to any of them at? Were they at North Carolina? Did I meet them? No, nah, none oh. of them were there. Yeah. They. They haven't been to like a rally in a while. I think I can't remember the last right. time they were at one. I know like they popped into the last couple of like, you know ones we had here. You know, yeah. they'd show up to like a ride and like you know bounce out and like Tab. You know, Wiggins held it down for like the last couple of years. He was like he was like one of the newer like the older. He's like my age. He was like one of the guys like around my age, like and kind of one of the last guys to get in Helsinki's. So he was like mm-hmm. holding holding the club down. You know, still like going to rallies, going to rides, building bikes, doing the thing, trying to like keep the club alive. So he was like, keep you know, the torch lit. Yeah, he was holding down the holding, you know, holding the torch for all the guys for a while. And, cool. And you know, but now they're gone. But like, it, it has to happen eventually. Like, people move away, right. people get old, people just get out of mopeds. It stops becoming like as much of a priority as it was. Like. You can't make num- mopeds like your number one hobby forever, right? Like, right. sometimes you got like, adult. Other, yeah, adult sometimes. You got adult, <laughs> like other things become like, or you just get different interests, you know? Like, right. if you get really into something else, like you want to kind of dedicate some time to like learning that and getting better at it and like enjoying it. And like, that mean, might mean that mopeds drop down to the second or third or fourth or fifth on the list, you know? Right. I did this, done it, had my fun. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, fixed gears, bicycles. Bicycles are sweet, and I and I kind of realize uh, how expensive bicycles are. Like looking at fixed gears again now, I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, I forgot. You could spend more money on a bicycle than you could on a moped. Yeah, like riding trails out here is like big. Not like not cool trails. Not like like road bikes are a real big deal out here. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, some of these some of the guys that I hang out with like. like the older gentlemen that I hang out with that are like cyclists and they're like, Oh man, I got my $3,000. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow, man, it's a, a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then like, it's like anything else. Like sometimes I feel like when I, some mopeds I have and like other people have, it's like, yeah, it's cool. You can, it's cool. You can go buy like a $300 maxi or Tomos or something any day. But like, it's something about going to that rally and seeing like, a two thousand dollar fucking fancy ass moped, like it's like whoa, yeah. look at that thing. That. Like, you know, sometimes you gotta have that flex bike. It's like it might not be <laughs> the fastest thing, but like it's like fancy. It looks cool, and it's got like all the bells and whistles. She clean. She clean. Yeah. Speaking of that, dude, like you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you're fucking this weird paint wizard in the middle of nowhere. Oh, for the North Carolina bike. Yeah, man. She's yeah, slinging right. some paint, you know, well, dusting, uh, dusting down some glitter. Uh, I, I, you know, I dabble, <laughs> dabble in the things. Yeah, I don't know. 
enjoy them pretty things. I don't know. Yeah. I do. I like. I do a bunch of car stuff, and so car stuff kind of like translates over to moped stuff. So really into like Ed Ross, super radical '60s '70s paint. So yeah, bass boat flake. You know, just got a soft spot in my heart for it. <laughs> Dude, so back to the back to the mopeds, man. Like you and your you and your homie, you know, started your own club. You know, you were looking up to the dead possums, and you know, kind of what kind of happened from there. Uh, we just, I don't know, we just did the thing. We had two wheel Tuesdays for a long time. Uh, that was pretty. I lived in Omaha at the time. He is still living in Omaha. Uh, we so <clears throat> my wife and I like had our eldest daughter and. I moved down to Plasmouth because like rent's cheaper. And so it's, it's kind of poopy because I kind of moved away and I don't know. We just kind of got like spread apart and like we're both family guys and, but we're still doing the moped thing. And I don't know. That's kind of like where Jelly Ranchers is now is we're, we got four members, but we're all in like <coughs> the rural communities or whatever. But yeah. So we just started doing the stuff we uh rally the corn was a big deal mm-hmm. uh dead possums was put that on uh the dopeheads had a few rides i never went to a kit kit ride and i don't know if they did one but yeah so we it's like the dead possums are in omaha that was rally the corn uh then the green bastards are up in sioux falls south dakota which is not too far away and they would put on their deal and then kansas city's the spicy boys so yeah we just I just like he introduced me to mopeds and I kind of ran with it. Yeah. Like started like mopeds and you can do all this stuff and there's rallies and there's people who actually like this stuff too. Oh man, rad! So he already knew like about moped army or did you guys know no find the other clubs and stuff before you found the website? I like I was word of mouth for a long. I'm not very like internet smart, but somebody finally like turned me on moped army, but. I figured I'm giving out like, oh, rally the corn, meet all these people. Oh, sweet. Oh, you guys are the green bastards. That's awesome. Like, Ben and Alex Johnson. And I was like, oh, well, we got to rally next weekend. And I don't know. I, I just went super hard, <laughs> super hard on rallies that's for tough. a while. <laughs> no, that's an awesome way to go about it, though. Like, so many people, like, especially, like, like I said, when I got in, I was just like, I was lurking the internet and I, and I, I hit the rally here. But, like, yeah, I didn't really know shit about like anything else going on other places, and like to get mopeds and dive right in and be like, all right, cool, like it's a great way to do it because then you're actually like meeting people in person and like you build like better relationships that way. I I feel like yeah I I love yeah I made a bunch of cool friends and yeah <laughs> just yeah just hit rally super hard and then just wanted to be like a part of it and. Uh, the last Rally the Corn, that was the sidecar bike that I built for Rally the, like that Pook sidecar. That was one of our raffle bikes. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's say Epic. I put those on like, you know, definitely on the list, top 10 raffle bikes. Like, yeah. raffle bike with a sidecar, Jurassic Park themed. Like, come on. The Jurassic Park theme was pretty sweet. I'm like, come on. Like, the shit was tight. <laughs> I think there was three raffle bikes that year. And then Ed built this like, super crazy derby variant that was like it was uh it was yeah, red with red and green stripes and stuff yeah <laughs> red, red, yellow red, green stripes. that was sick uh 
And then I think there was like, I honestly can't remember the third one, but I think it was like a Jawa or something. It was like a, like a, I can't remember. I think it was a Jawa. It was like a, just, oh yeah, it was like a junk thrown together bike or something. Yeah. But did you see the, what you had to do to win those bikes? Yeah, it was the, you have to actually play the Jurassic Park video game. Yeah, but they set it to, so like, uh, Tyler Rosanski, like, super uh, arcade game guy, he's super wicked smart, but, yeah, he, like, messed with the settings or something where it was, like, super hard, and you just had to survive for the longest, mm-hmm. and then you were, like, first to choose the bike, so it was super rad, really. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I've always liked that, like, uh, like drawing a ticket's fun, like, that's cool, but, like, I've always, like, enjoyed, like, whenever it was just, like some like, you know, pick contestants and we're having a fucking showdown, like some some other way to like give away the bike. That's what we did for North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina was was it it was it was rock, paper, scissor, right? Yeah, it was the rock, paper, scissor game of death. And remember <laughs> it like went super long, like they tied out for two or three times and everybody's like, ah, yeah, it's like starting to rain and stuff. It like like the tension gets built to like drawing a ticket's like oh cool it's it's like they drew the ticket someone's number got pulled it's over like like anything that like extends the tension you're like everyone's on the edge of their seat like you can get all like excited like it's great yeah it's super sick but that was because like the the place was shutting down and then uh, it started to rain in and everything else but yeah <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, I know. Um, Legion one year did like a like a wheel of death kind of thing, and it was like okay. draw a ticket and you'd spin the wheel, and it had like you know the bike, the other prizes and stuff were on the wheel. Oh, cool! So that was like a cool one. That's we did, different. We did the water balloon roulette one year. It What's was that? Like, uh, so we we drew two tickets and we had uh like five water balloons in front of each player. Okay. And inside of their water balloons, for for each of them, one one water balloon was full of black glitter. Okay. So the first person get covered in glitter, lost. <laughs> oh so really? Were, so they were just like taking turns back and forth, like uh, throwing water balloons in each, each in, in each other's faces. Oh okay, all right, yeah, water balloon roulette. I get it now. Yeah. So that was That's good, right. and we uh we raffled a bike off like it was like a trash pile bike. It was like all right, this is like a shitty bike, but we just did like a side like a side prize. Like all right, everyone who wants to be in the the big dice game later, it's like a it was we did like a five dollar entry or something, and that got mm. you into the dice game, and it was um you get like a limit of three rolls to score a point, and then highest point one whatever was underneath the tarp. Ooh. And it was like I can't remember. It was like some like shitty like maxi. It was a pile of parts. It was, but it was like enough to build build a bike, you know. Yeah, moped. Get yeah. you in the game. Like five dollar moped. You can't you can't complain about that. Yeah, yeah. You got a moped. You're welcome. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. There's something you said about like really fancy raffle bikes, and then there's something we said about like. The club you just didn't go fuck. Yeah, we raffled off a bunch of trash this year. Who wants that? <laughs> Cleaned out the garage. Yeah, we had a bunch of stuff laying around. Like now you get to take it all home with you. One man's trash, another man's treasure. There's a there's like a there's a few times in Omaha like where somebody would win the like raffle bike, but then they would ask like who doesn't have a bike? Because, you know, we all 
have her bike and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, like camaraderie. camaraderie. Yeah, and they like, give it away. Who, yeah, like who doesn't have a bike? All right, sweet. Like, I don't know. That's, that's awesome. I saw someone win a bike, a raffle bike one time, but they weren't into mopeds. They just came with someone else. And then I they, think I heard <laughs> this story. Yeah, and they, they left it. Yeah, they left it. They just they didn't t- they didn't take the bike. They didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see it. I guess like I'm not taking that shit home. <laughs> yeah, it's like what are you gonna do with this thing? There's also the bikes are just really awkward to raffle off. Like I feel like the trike or like. The, the sidecar would have been like a, a hard one to raffle. It's like, damn, okay, cool. Someone won it, but how are they going to get this home? Like, right. That's rest- my itty bitty tiny Chevy S10. I brought my moped and yeah. like my camping stuff. And like, how the shit am I going to get this that's home? Like, yeah. We, we, our buddies piled this fucking trailer full of bikes. Like, we slammed it full of bikes to get just to get here. And now we, right. now we won this giant sidecar thing. <laughs> yep. We, yeah, we talked about that. And I was, we were prepared. We were it's like we'll hold it for you <laughs> you gotta right. drive 12 hours back here to pick it up another day <laughs> nah but yeah <laughs> but the yeah so that sidecar and then there's the sidecar for just tip which was the samurai up in wisconsin that was like the crucial concept one i'm yeah. not sure if you saw them mm-hmm. uh, was it uh, it was like a tomos or something right yeah it was like the targa lx or xl or whatever top tank guy that was like the proof of concept to see if it would even like not kill you. How 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 was it to ride? How did it feel? It was great. Uh, you like it needed weight in it. So when I first did it on that one, yeah, I had to like put sandbags in it. Like you just have to have the weight in it because if you take like a a right hand turn, it just instantly comes off the ground and you can't take that turn. Like it's awkward because you can't lean the bike anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but, so we, like, loaded up all of, so, just a tip, you guys talked about it before, just a tip's like a camping rally where you gotta bring all your stuff with you, mm-hmm. and I think it's like, 100, I think it's 200 total, I think it's 100 miles up, it's the peninsula of Wisconsin, like the, the thumb of the mitten is what they call it, but, yeah, so anyway, you load up all your stuff, and then you gotta, so it's perfect, but it was made sure it worked and it did it was great <laughs> I was the slowest but <laughs> but you made it yeah it was it was kind of funny because like everybody would I brought all my gas and stuff with me because I knew it'd be slow so they'd have all these stops they they printed out their route and everything and then they would be stopped at like whatever gas station well I would just like pull on the side of the road and fill up my tank and just blow past them mm-hmm. because I knew I was going to get past anyway yeah. so I was kind of on my own like own little journey. and it's yeah and it's like really pretty part of the country so I didn't mind it at all I'd be like oh I wonder where everybody's at and then like the fastest dudes were like meow like oh that's something a ride I always wanted to do because I you just hear about how like nice just the tip was like the the scenery of it it's it's beautiful, man. It's a different part of the world. You're like, you can always see the lakes, so you've always got like a lake on the side of you. So it's uh, it's super pretty. That's and cool. they've been doing it. That was the, that was their ten year, the last one. Yeah, they've been doing it for like a long time. And even the townsfolk like knew about them. That's tight. so they were like 
they were welcoming, like, oh, yeah, it's that time of year again. All the mopeds are coming. <laughs> mopeds are going to be coming, by, coming on down the road. Yeah. And it either, like, it either made them all super mad or it made them <laughs> super happy. Mm, I don't know. So, so, like, that's cool. Like, I love that. Like, um, like going to cities, it's, like, awesome to go see some city you've never been to before and, like, kind of experience it. But, like, really, like, pretty, like, country scenic routes where you just actually get to go ride are really fun, right. too. Yep, it is. I, I hope they do it again. I think there's, like, talk of it, but I think it's just talk. But I really, I really, really, really hope that they do it again. I know, like, LSLB and all them do, like, another one, like, in Boston or up in Connecticut or something. I can't remember what they call it, but it's the same kind of thing. They just do, like, a like a really nice, really scenic route, like, up into the mountains or something and go camping. Oh, cool. Like, we used to do, um, what did we used to do? We used to do this thing called, like, the Whiskey Fall Classic. And okay. like, uh, the, 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 what was it, like, the, like, the Invitational or something spring invitation or some shit and we just go up to the mountains in Virginia and go ride in the middle of nowhere and camp at like some free campground. Hmm. Stuff like that's fun. Little camping trip with your buddies and your mopeds riding some open roads, catching tickets in towns you never heard of. Right. <laughs> no, I, I'm glad I got to experience like, like the camping rally and then like the, the inner city party. It's just, I don't know. It's neat. Mopeds are sick. <laughs> yeah. Definitely best of both worlds. You get to, you get to kind of take it all in. You know, you want to go somewhere where you can set off fireworks, and then you want to go somewhere where you can just like get sketchy in some dirty city. Yeah, and catch a all, fight in the dive bar. Yeah, see all the things, dude. Like uh, going to Chicago and riding Lower Wacker and being like, "Yo, this is where they filmed Batman." Like that shit's tight. Did you did you guys go to the the National? Is that where Ryan Go got hit with the? Yeah, we were at with, that one at MA twenty. Yeah, I wanted to go to that, and the dead possums went, and I couldn't make it. But then I seen the like footage of was it Jay Kane and that Joe Shimano guy with that super crazy yeah, Hobbit, yeah, like a blue the, and orange the Hobbit, blue and orange Hobbit with the, the crazy yeah. wheels. Like, yeah, talk about but, like a drum break, dude. The thing's massive. <laughs> yeah, it's off like a KZ four hundred or something. Relaced into it. That, that I, I got the opportunity to talk to that dude. He is one of the nicest, most like humble dude that ever was he brought uh a dyno to moped gp midwest oh, that he sick. built himself so we would like pay him i think it was like 20 dollars a pull but i like not a pull like one pull like he's like hey give me 20 dollars just because i built this thing and like brought it down here oh yeah yeah dude and then yeah of course yeah load up your bike and like you know yeah find, find out what your throttle sick. ranges are doing yep yeah here you go bro here's your here's your ride up your shit's lean in the middle fix it i know <laughs> that's yeah that dude's super rad i love that like um we had on um alex from um fucking from fucking two stroke stuffing and like he's oh got, yeah and he's got like a whole like uh like i think he's got like a diagram and shit for how to build a dyno so like any yeah kind of wants to do that, it like two stroke stuffing on youtube has the everything you need to do it yourself like in a video that's how that guy built that yeah we follow that guy pretty religiously i'm like so jealous he got stuck to that dude oh my god he's crazy he's a bad man he's doing so much like next level moped stuff like just thinking of, th- thinking of things that no one else would like think about 
But I guess when you're trying to like make it perfect and do the fastest ever kind of stuff, you have to know all the ins and outs. I mean, yeah, like I think it's crazy that he like because where's he from? Like the Netherlands or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then he bought like when was that? That was right at the beginning of COVID when he went to Utah. Oh, like yeah, he came out. It sucks. He came all the way out and then it flooded. Yeah, but I mean, it shows the dedication, though. Like, dude, like, did the. Have you ever seen the world's fastest Indian? No, I've like watched some dude. of the, some of the land speed like videos on YouTube, but I don't remember you know, what's which one's which. Like, it all looks the same to me once you like watch a couple, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's this like very cinematic movie, which very cinematic movie is World's Fastest Indian, and it's like, uh, oh, what's his face on the Indian Scout, Bert? I remember his last name. But anyway, it's like his like life story of how he was like over somewhere and he had to ship his bike over here and get it all hooked up and they wouldn't let him run to get it all figured out. So it's just like, I don't know, his level of dedication is like super sick. Yeah. Like chasing that dream, dude. Yeah. But he said, it, he's like, he, I don't know. I think remember he kind of said it was just like, if, if I, like I had to set some kind of goal, so, so it might as well be the top. Right. <laughs> Right. I'm I like, mean, yeah. If you're that's a great way. To, to, yeah, like, that's well. a great way to think about it. Like, whoever went into something, be like, yeah, man, I kind of want to like do this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will wait. I take it back. This is a moped. It's a lot of us. <laughs> right. Yeah, I kind of like that moped running. All right. <laughs> so so. <laughs> Good enough. Quite a good No, I if I had the time, I would like. Oh man. But dude, like, so you built these fucking sidecar bikes and they held up. Like, do you have like a background of like machining and stuff? I know you said you worked on cars. Yeah, I like, I've welded since I can't remember. uh, I worked for the railroad for a while. And so, yeah, like welding, machining, just metal stuff. I like, all my friends went into computer stuff and I didn't. So I had to like pick up. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm like, yeah, more hands on. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Make it sound cooler, but I don't know. Just like building stuff. And, uh, yeah, just we, I don't know, very well not stuff. Like, straight out of high school, I was well got the job with the railroad and learned a lot of fabrication stuff through there. But you, if you can get like truly into a true fabrication shop, cause there's like production welding, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, it's like MIG welding and you point and shoot and then you got all these parts and you can do like so many parts a day. Then you're off on the paycheck. But then if you can like encourage people, if you can get in a true fabrication shop, like Jake Kane, yeah. when he was doing hot rods and stuff, then you can like, you dabble in so many other things. So, like, yeah, I'm welding today, but now you got to do the electrical. I'm like, oh, now you get hydraulics. If you can get into hot rod stuff, like, oh, now you can do the sheet metal work. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's my background, I suppose. Okay. That's cool. We do, like, we have, like, stock car racing and, like, hobby stock's a big deal. Like, circle track, like, dirt circle track's a big deal around here. Mm -hmm. Do that and, no, well, not not as cool as it sounds. <laughs> no, that sounds cool. 
you know, building building cars. If like they wreck it and you gotta fix it again, like left turn, <laughs> slide it out, baby. Let's go, <laughs> dude. I'm so okay. I'm so bummed that like I understand well, like why Thomas and Ashley like are super busy. But I was I got to talk to them during Chad Burke's deal, mm-hmm. the like the Operation Ground Control or whatever it was. <laughs> And we were, like, one of the ones that stayed up until, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning just bullshitting the whole time. That's when Jim Henry got his, uh, his Days tag or whatever. DZ. <laughs> yeah, because he had a Days Defender, like, playing in the background or something. I don't even know. I don't know why he did that. Because it's a great movie, duh. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cult classic to some. <laughs> yeah, so, like, how are they doing? Are they busy doing what or what? Oh, they're good. They're just like, just didn't have the time anymore. Like, because it's like, it's a lot, dude. We were doing every Sunday for like three years almost. No, I'm sure it's it's, it's a commitment for sure. They got like, you know, some more dogs. They got a new house. They're like, you know, trying to build a deck and a pool and like fix their property up and like, you know, take Trying to adult. Yeah, adulting, taking care of Ashley's mom. They're doing all sorts of stuff and like, you know. Just like, and coming over here and getting housed and drinking PBR all night long, like <laughs> every Sunday makes Monday a little hard. Yeah, I got that headache in the morning for sure. Like Tom's like, you know, he's here, so he's still drinking. So he's like, well, I might as well just keep drinking. I'm here, like podcasting. Like you never know how long it's gonna go. And then like you run in and we're like, all right, we're three hours in. It's eleven o'clock at night. And Thomas just still drinking PBR. You might want to stop now. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> make a beer run. Yeah. Well, I tell him hi. I always like I super enjoy talking to him at the Chad Burke deal. Oh yeah, dude. Good I'll, people. I'll let him know, man, for sure. Like I saw him today. Like they were watching. I went. I had a couple. Like I said, I had a couple of days off, so I, I went to the beach with my wife, and uh, we came. We came back. Thomas and Ashley watched our dogs and our cat. So All I right. saw him for a little bit today, and they just got another. They just got another puppy. So now they're up to like. A pig, three dogs, and a cat. Yeah, because they do rescue stuff, don't they? Or Ashley does. <laughs> Ashley just does surprise rescue stuff. She's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Thomas, I, I have uh, this litter of cats now. Hi. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Surprise. I, I found this cat it. outside. Now, it. now it's with us until if I find a home for it. Bye. Mm-hmm. Make like, sure it's not dead. Yeah, it's like, it's like God damn it. More, more pets keep showing up. <laughs> Man, teach your own. Yeah. But it's a good what's time. The, what's the Brad doing there? It's Mouse. It's Mouse uh, now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Mouse, Brad, Fantuzzi. He's still around. Like, he, he stopped by the other day to, to like, just, like, chat with Aaron or something. I didn't see him. But he work, he works down the street from us. He works, like, a kitchen, like, not far from me. And, like, he lives, oh, cool. he lives on, North, like, the same side of town as us. I had to rescue him in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I That's when I learned about the the Richmond ditch the bike trick. Oh, that was classic, dude. That was a great move. I had no idea that was a thing <laughs> until then. And I was like, you left your bike out in the woods, bro? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no big deal. It's like, it's like when in doubt, dude, just stash your bike in the woods and like drop yep. and drop a pin. Like, who's, who's, Definitely going, learned in, who's, about who's that. going in there? Like, no one. No right. one's like randomly walking in the woods. Especially if your bike's broken. It doesn't work anyway. No one's going in the woods to rescue that thing. Dude, that was sick. Except for, a good uh, time. well, that's a, I remember, um, I talked, we had the episode with, um, the guys who did the pinball run 
I can't remember the team. Triple T, T3, T, yeah, Team T3. Yeah, from Omaha and then California. Yeah, taller, taller. And, uh, but, like, they left their they left their bike on the side of the road, the one that the electric half, like, the, the, the half electric the half motor. Yeah, they left it yeah. on the side of the road. I'm like, hmm. See, that's where they went wrong. It was on the side of the road. You got to stash that thing in the, in the trees, man, tall weeds. But it was on fire, so. <laughs> yeah, the fire went out already. Like, then they left it there. I'm like, which sucks. So, like, someone took it. They were like, oh, it'll be all right. They thought the carcass would have been fine, and someone scooped it, which is a bummer. Yeah, but, that was Tyler Tyler Brecky from California, Tyler Rizanti, and Travis King from Omaha. And then I think there was another guy, Jose, that I do not know from California. But, yeah, those guys are super sick. Oh, yeah, they're, like, top-tier moped dudes for sure. They're the ones that did the – they live-streamed the yeah, Moped GP Midwest. Yeah, I watched, I watched a little bit of it. I was, like – after the fact, I was, like, damn. I was, like, this is kind of tight. Like, I, I still really want to go to one. I need to figure it's it out. It's pretty fun. Like, uh, I saw the East was this weekend. They had uh, Moped GP East 2 this weekend. Yeah, I went to the first one. I couldn't make it to the second one. Oh, you went to the first one, dude? You drive out? You – that's yeah, great. That's crazy. I'm, a, I'm wearing that shirt actually right now. How long yeah. was that? That was North Carolina was further, but but not by much. Because hmm. it's on the like, I, I guess you'd call that upstate New York. I guess they call that. It's on like the western side of New York. Okay. And then we did the things like we went to Niagara Falls and stuff because we figured like, well, you since should, we're here, yeah, you might as well, dude. You're already out there. Yeah, definitely tourist out on it. Yeah, I haven't been like I haven't been in Niagara Falls since I was like super young. Like where I like I didn't appreciate it, so I need like I want to take like a trip back like as an adult. Dude, I it's like it was one of those deals for me. Niagara Falls was sick because it was Niagara Falls, but then like I don't know. I guess in your like in your head, Niagara Falls was like the national like blah blah blah. Like it was sick. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But then there was like I don't know. I don't know. It was like kind of average. I don't know. And I didn't know. I didn't know like Canada can see it better. <laughs> like I don't know. There was a we tried to get into Canada, but we got like turned around pretty quick and then i didn't think they actually wore the like red suits like the mounties you know oh yeah and they and they say hey like oh, hey, hey. Yeah. And, like I, <laughs> I didn't i thought that was a stereotype but that's that's 100 like true <laughs> we're like yeah we're just tr-. we tried to go across the bridge into canada to see what would happen that's with right. that big purple van that we brought to north carolina yeah there's no, drug, were, like, no drugs in here for sure <laughs> yeah they were they were super like super nice but stern at the same time like come on guys like yeah. what are you doing we're like we literally just got turned around on the highway yeah we hear that every other car like that ah, that <laughs> can we just like turn around <laughs> and get out of here yeah i think the last time I was, last time i was in canada was like one of those situations like in a in a van with a bunch of dudes and a bunch of like gear and it was like all right like and they're like, oh, right. pulling here so we can take everything out of your trailer and like, right. like through the entire thing i'm like oh like, that shit sucked. We were there forever. That happened at Moped GP West when I went to California. I don't know. Have you ever been to California? It's a different world out there. Yeah, it's been, like, a long time, though. Like, I've, But I've, like, I've only been... I've been to San Diego, and, like, I've been, like, to, like, L.A. Well, I took that first moped that we were talking about, the, that Motron V1. Mm-hmm. It had, like, a Pelini on it, and that was my GP bike for a long time. Uh, Gypsy Danger, was it? 
Wizards called. Ooh, fancy. And I, uh, yeah, drove all the way out to California to go to Mopeg GP West, like the originators, and it was in Sacramento. And I had a, I, I came up to like the state line check stop or whatever, and it's like, you know, they got the big check stops for like semis, where it's like the big, like, the way station. Yeah, kind of like that, but it's got, it's like, you go, like, almost like a toll, but it's not a toll. It's just all check stations or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal. I don't know. I had never seen nothing like it, but I had a banana sitting next to me in my, like, cup holder, and she was like, you need to pull over there. She's super nice, <laughs> but, like, I had to pull over there, and it was two dudes, and they were kind of, like, sketchy, but I had to unload, like, my bike, all of my camping stuff, laid out all the next to my truck, like, What's this? What's that? They took like, I bought like a payday and a Coke and a banana. And they took like, I had like pizza Lunchables and stuff. Anyway, they threw all that shit away because you can't bring that shit in like, you can't bring it in California. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. They like did all that. And then just, you know how like they unpack everything and just leave you with your mask. Like, well, good luck packing it all back (laughs) away again. Like, Sorry, right, man. Get later. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We gotta go back to work now. Like, all right, dude. So, had to load up all my stuff. Like, but yeah, and then I couldn't pump gas out there. I didn't know how. I stopped in like, uh, it was like North Star, Tahoe, or like, I've been Utah. I, it, was, it was like North Star, the state park. There was like an itty bitty little gas station, like mom and pop place. Mm-hmm. And I had to pull over and get gas. Well, they got that, like, EVAP thing on their pump. So, basically, like, you put your nozzle in your deal, and then there's, like, a rubber thing that goes over the outside of it, and it's like a vapor catcher. Like, they don't want the gas vapor to, the like, enter the atmosphere or something. Yeah, that's anyway, going so like, to help a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had no clue. <laughs> so, I went inside, and there's a very nice elderly woman. I was like, Hey ma'am, your your pump's not working out there. I can't like can't get it up. And this like super nice old guy stood up, like cane and all, and he's uh, like, I'll oh, show him. Uh, and like walked out there with me and he kinda shook it, like click, and then it started pumping and he explained it to me. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and the final like I got a seventy five dollar ticket out there because Ooh, racking it up, dude. I know it, dude. Okay, so we were at the track at Moped GP West. And I had to go, like, get money for something. I needed cash. So I was just going to run up to, like, the local whatever and go to the ATM. Well, I just, like, parked my truck and I ran inside real quick, left it running. Well, I come back out. I was in there, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this city cop was writing me a ticket. And there's, like, a no idling law out there. Like, <laughs> you can't leave your truck running while you're not in it. And I was like, well... I appreciate that, but I'm, I didn't know that. Clearly, my license plate says Nebraska on it. He's like, I don't care. If I let you go by, then I got to let everybody go by. Slap, take it. And I was like, wow, all right, man. Sweet. I'm like, dude, you know, I'll be like, yo, you know I don't live here, right? This shit's never yeah. getting paid. Like, get out of here. Like, I was like, clearly, what does that license plate say? Well, if I let you get by with it, then I got to let everybody get by with it. I should have saved my parking ticket from New Orleans like seven years ago. I, I'd have it like hanging up in the garage. I still haven't paid that thing. <laughs> Out of here. Get her all laminated, put her up on the wall. 
Yeah, yeah, right. You guys never get in this money. <laughs> it's like I live twenty hours from here. Good joke. What do you need to do? If I can fix your levies, liars. Right, take me to court. <laughs> oh man, moped adventures, dude. Yeah, sorry, I went on a tangent. No, it's all good, bro. That's that's what the, that's what it's about. So what have you been up to like recently? Like since the the, the races, you can planning. Are they planning more races this year, or is it done for the year? I, I think uh, they're doing GP Dirt, which is going to be sick. Yeah, but that's next month. I think that's October, late October. So that's going to be sick. It's like on a uh, like autocross track, like uh, sports. The SCCA. Like autocross, like where people bring out their like Subarus and everything, but it's like on dirt. So it's on like land where they do that. I think that's uh, Tyler Rosansky and Travis King's deal. That's their baby. Yeah, I think Shane Johnson talked about it a little bit on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, because like, I don't know, I'm that's I'm something I'm super stoked on. Like I wanna, I've been like talking about that for like a year or something, but it's like I can't, you know. I, I, I'm not gonna make it out there. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. right. But it's tight. Like that. That should be like a thing. I sure. think it would be sick because like there's there's more dirt than there is asphalt. You know what I mean? Yeah, and kind of dirty. A lot of places you can do it anywhere almost. Right. I think it'd be cool so, to have it like because like we have like I'm sure every city's got it, but we have like a like a dirt bike series like here. You know, yeah. Or, like you know whatever like minor league class of dirt racing like. Oh, yep, we're going to go race in the woods today, like some single track stuff. I think that'd be sick to have, like, yeah. single track, like, through the wood, like, looped courses or whatever, and then, like, have, like, some, like, moped, like, hard enduro. You know, you got to go over all these tires and all some other, you know, build some weird, like, some weird skill track. I think it would be sick. I would, I would be down for this. But, yeah, I think this is, like, the test of the waters to see if, like, you know, if it's going to work, I think it's a three hour endurance. I think it's three hours. They wanted to do like a, uh, what is that? Like the Isle, like not the yeah, Isle of TT, but like 20, Le Mans or whatever. Four hours, see how many fucking laps you get. Yeah, you know, 20, yeah. yeah 24 hours in Le Mans. And it was like, well, I know we're all like really excited, but we're not going to do Yeah, like that. a little, <laughs> we'll little, little like intense. Like everyone needs yeah. like their, their fucking drinking break. Like, I'm like, yeah. who, I'm like, who's going to bring a Yamaha Sting, dude? Like, we're already full dirt bike, ready to go. Dude, I wish I could see one of those in real life. I'd be like, I'd just, like, freak out if I could even touch one. Dude, Brad, but anyway. Brad's got one, dude. We can fucking talk him about I it. I know. I heard it. I heard that he's got one, and I was like, what? Yeah, it's been sitting in his garage, not running for, like, the last three years. Like, so wave, uh, enough, Tyler, wave, wave enough money around, dude. He might let go of it. Uh, that's tempting. <laughs> uh, Tyler Rosansky's got one of those Peugeot Countries. Have you ever seen one of those? They got a goofy like clutch on them, like a manual clutch. That's crazy. You haven't seen one in person, dude. They're it's it's gnarly looking thing. I've never never known such. They're like little like uh, BMX looking bikes too. For if you haven't seen, yeah, he one. told he told me the he told me the story like like. They tried to make a new sport in the eighties, like a powered BMX. Okay. And it never really like took off and those are like the leftover team bikes. Like it's quite it's quite the deal. 
Yeah. It's probably super rare. Like, I doubt there's many of them. And, no, I, yeah, and sure. I doubt there's any, like, many of them in, like, decent shape. <laughs> right. They're so weird. Oh, yeah. Like, they're super weird looking, though. They're like, it literally just looks like a BMX bike, and they just threw a motor, like, in the middle of the frame. Like, above, yep. above then, your pedals. <laughs> and they got some, like, goofy manual clutch, so you can, like, clutch in turns and stuff and keep the, like, motor in the power band. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're weird. So, like, but, that's, yeah. a, that's, like, a weird, there's a weird pook mod that Derek from black black used to do when he was like racing mopeds and like, he's got, he's got one bike and it's got like that mod on it. And he's only explained it to me once, but like when I, when I first got in the club, when I first met him and he's like riding this bike and like picking his brain about it, he's like, I won't tell you how to make it. He's like, he's like refused. He's like, he's like, it's my secret. I won't tell anyone, but it's, it's made out of stock moped parts. So oh, cool. it's stock parts, and he's like, the only problem is you like you're gonna destroy things. Like it's gonna, it won't, they won't last. But mm-hmm. but it it makes your E50 a, a manual clutch. That's rad. So like you know you can rev it up and you can dump it, and then you can like you know hit your turns and you can fucking like let let, let the clutch loose and rev it up again, and it's it's tight. Like it literally works and. It's, launches a fucking E50 and like he can like you know rev it up and launch it again whenever he wants close trap and I'm like ooh it's tight and I I kind of figured out how he did it but like I I won't explain it on the show but if you want to try right. some weird pook stuff like try to like find a way to make your pook clutch slip whenever you want it to interesting hmm. really interesting Noted. If you have an idea of what you think it is, uh, email me at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And if you're if you're on the right if you're on the right path, I'll like shine some light on you. Warmer, <laughs> <It's like, laughs> warmer. No, no, no. Yeah, I won't leave you in the dark. Derek will never listen to this, so it's fine. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, moped GP dirt, and then uh, I mean. I guess you want to know about we rode across Nebraska. Yeah, that's like the the, yeah. the most recent thing you did, huh? Like, which is like crazy. That's a good i good idea. You know, take a long journey trip without having to do uh, you know, something as intense as pinball or fucking Baker's dozen. Yeah, and seeing I wanted to do Baker's, but like I got I'm a family man. So yeah, things don't work out sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, anyway, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna be gone for a week by myself. See ya. Right. Take care of the kids. Love you. Smooches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to, I, we, I just wanted to like, uh, I got baby on the way next month. So this is like my kind of last ride for a little bit. Yeah, like not right. permanently. Yeah. But, but for, just, you know, a couple months, got to hold down the fort. Yeah. Just, you know, take care of the new one. So. Uh, we were talking about like, oh, what do you really need to do? And so the original idea uh, came from, so it was me, Travis King, and Tyler Rosansky from, like, uh, they're from the Dead Possums here in Omaha. And we had talked about it, like, this is pre-COVID. So, what, like 2019 or whenever that was? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we had talked about like, hey, man, let's do it. That would be super sick. And we were also talking about like, the new like rally of the corn because like they have like they're awesome dudes and they've like 
facilitated and done it. They put in the work and they keep putting in the work. So now they're like to a spot where like they kind of want to step back and like enjoy things. Like instead of like planning a rally and like panicking, doing all the stuff, they want to like actually get to enjoy stuff again, which is cool with Shane doing the Moped GP Midwest because like they were actually able to like focus on what they wanted to do, which is super rad. Anyway, like we had planned on riding across Nebraska and then COVID hit. Well, then I hit him up, I don't know, probably a month or two ago. And I was like, Hey guys, like, do you still want to do this? And like, I kind of sprung it on him. Like, I still want to do this. Can you guys do this? They're like, no, we can't do that because we've got stuff going on. And I was like, Hey man, do you care if I like do it? And they're like, yeah, man, that'd be no big deal. So I put out like an APD on the, we have like, it's Omaha Vintage Moped Riders, I think, on Facebook group deal. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I put out, like, the, the deets. And then I got, like, yeah, I don't know. I just told everybody I was going to ride across Nebraska, and if anybody wanted to go with, then Chase would be provided. But there's, like, six spots in the van. So mm-hmm. anybody over six, figure it out on your own if you want to go. So, yeah, yeah. We did it. <laughs> how many how many miles was the journey? It was five hundred, I think exactly. And how many like how long do y'all take to do it? Uh it was two and a half days, but we would have done it in two, but the second day kicked your ass for sure. That's tight. So like it was it was it was fun. So like the whole story I put out like I put out that like I'm going to do this if anybody wants to do it. And of course everybody gets really excited and they're like, yeah, I'll do it. And I had like, I probably had like 30 people like, Oh yeah, I'll do it. And then it boiled down a little bit. Like it's getting closer. And I would put out like a, Hey, do you still want to do another few? You know? Yeah. So I'd hit them up and be like, well, you know, I got this like, Oh man, I got this. And like, so it boiled down, but super impressed. There was like, Team Rando, dude, never met this guy before. Mike Santo is his name. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. I've got a Tomo. He's got like some few Tomos. And uh, he he said like from the beginning, like he's like, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, sick. But you kind of like put that on the back burner, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, then he like showed up and he was like, I'm here, I'm ready. And he was like probably the most responsible one, like first in the moped, <laughs> like had all the things and like didn't realize what moped time was and like super ready to go. But yeah, super rad dude. And then, uh, uh, Sean Hammonds from the spicy boys from Kansas city. He came up and did it. And then Jolly Rancher's prospect, uh, Kalen Rydell, I think is his last name. Okay. Can't say it right. Did myself. So yeah, boiled down to four people. That's right. And so you guys had a, you had a laser, a hobbit, a Tomos and a Corrado. Yeah, so the Hobbit is the race bike. I actually had, did you see the Pinot Chopper? Yeah. So I actually started on that, the Pinot Chopper. And then, so I built that literally the night before. And it was like last minute parts. But I was trying to like be considerate of like, if somebody breaks down, I wanted to have a bike for them to like ride. Mm -hmm. So my Hobbit was like, the backup bike and I was going to ride the chopper. So just in case somebody broke down, I didn't want their like whole journey to be ruined so they could ride and like ride my Hobbit. Yeah. 
so anyway, thought, I geared so that. <laughs> I geared that thing like super, super high. So coming off like coming off like stop sign or like stoplight or whatever, I was it was stupid. But I could make it up to like highway speeds, but it took me three miles to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, we the first day. The main goal was I wanted to dip my front tire in the Missouri River, and then two days later, dip my back tire in the North Platte River, which is the it's Wyoming is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we started off the first day and did it, and then we got in contact with uh, Safety Second Mopeds. You've had them on the show, yeah, from Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So we met up with them. They like uh, basically gave us a tour through Lincoln and send us on the way and then we ended up in aurora nebraska where is uh paul johnson with the slopeds he come out and like met us and like went through that and then we were on our own after that it's just pretty cool time that's awesome yeah and then no real significant problems along the way so like i don't know like there's this, like obviously in nebraska there's like cornfields and stuff but so one, day two, once we got into the sand hills, is what they call it, and it's like this gradual elevation climb, and the sand hills are like a lot more hillier than we than I thought. Like I thought it was like the rolling hills of Nebraska, but the sand hills are kind of there, there's some vertical spots there. So it was neat to see we were like gradually changing elevation, and the bikes were getting richer and richer and richer, and we were like fouling plugs every 10 miles oh man so we were <laughs> we would stop at every like auto zone or napa that we could and load up on plugs but yeah i mean it was neat to see like the bikes change like so you can learn especially for the, like the new dudes it was like it was cool to like it was cool i don't know it was cool all around to see the actual bikes change and like learn stuff it was, it was pretty sick yeah but That's we got in like hills and yeah, that's always an interesting thing about like the bikes because like so much are from like different spots, and there's like going to going to rallies at like in a city or in a town that's like a completely de- different elevation than yours, and you're just like, yeah, my bikes were running perfect at home, and then I got to this place, and like now it won't even like make it a block without fouling a plug. <laughs> right, and see like riding in Omaha versus like Denver. I've done that before, where you just take the bike over there, and you're like. Yep, bike runs like shit. I know why. But to, like, see it down the road gradually get worse was really neat because you, like, <laughs> you knew what it was. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, we we did pretty good. Uh, I rode the chopper all the way to Lincoln, but then, like, <laughs> it was uh, Safety Second Mopeds of Lincoln. It was Scott Saval and then Jim Bro. Brohagen, I think is his last name, Ocon Jim Bro. Mm-hmm. But he had to like hand to God me through every <laughs> single stoplight because I was just like burning up clutch, but trash off I figured, the line. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was junk. And then once I like kind of figured that out, then we put the chopper on the trailer and I switched over to Hobbit in this case. Like, but yeah, nobody, nobody broke down significantly. Like the only significant breakdown was the starter clutch on the Corrado went out so he couldn't like pull his cable enough. So then we started like shoving the screwdriver in the arm so we could pull it enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, then it like wore down enough to where it would just flip the lever. Ooh. So it wouldn't catch at all. So, so rear wheel to the flat to the flywheel. Yeah. Nice. So well, you know that was all right. We were trying to rig up like a pull start or whatever. So I put two screws in like a flywheel, and I was trying to like use paracord and like make a rigged like pull start. But then yeah, Sean from the Spicy Boys was like, "Well, why don't you just put your rear wheel up against the deal?" And I was like, "What? Why didn't I think about this?" But yeah, that was like the this most significant breakdown. I love that shit, dude. I love like any weird like side road like uh, fix for mopeds. Right. Like they're always the best. Like I've definitely been at those rides where like, oh, we're at the stopping like some stop for the ride and someone's shit won't start and you're, like you see them like put in a rear wheel to a flywheel or like you know rear tire to rear tire. They're doing all sorts of things to get bikes going. It's great. The, in- actually- the ingenuity of mopeders. <laughs> Right. We actually did something I heard on like the Monday podcast. We're like using the the rear sprocket and the chain to get the little like the knob off the spark plugs. Oh yeah, that one's sick. I learned that one from yeah. um from Calvin from the from the buzzards. Oh cool. Yeah, we we actually yeah, I was like, Hey, I heard this thing one time where you can do this. Like it was kinda of neat. It's tight. It's like it's super easy. You're like what? Who needs pliers? Dude? We got we got this sprocket, <laughs> right? But yeah, I mean, we first day was like easy sailing and met all the people, and just it was just sea time is all it was. And then the second day we were fouling plugs and ruining clutches, and but we never like really broke down. But we all ran out of gas at one point. And we had to call Chase <laughs> for like the emergency gas but we didn't like load up or nothing we stayed on the side of the road until chase came down yeah and then, dude that's cool though uh, i feel like something like that's got to be like pretty interesting too because like like pinball and bigger's dozen there's like this whole like race aspect of it so you know the competition and you're trying to like right race, you're not like and but something like this you're like cool we're just going on a ride that's extended like me and my homies yeah. are about to just take this really long ride together so just like being like that and like especially out there you have these open roads and you're just like passing each other and like fucking high fiving and fucking smacking asses like right. it's great. That was and that was the deal too. I was like I, I, I told everybody we're not racing, we're trying to like keep together as a group because we like out here there's there's either the highway or dirt roads. So and we're not gonna take dirt roads the whole way. Yeah. So it's like we're gonna be on some highways and like if we can stay together as a like a little group and then we're as big as a car. So we have a, like a presence on the road, you know what I mean? To be safe. Yeah. But yeah. We figured out the system and did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Rambling again. No, it's not a ramble. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> playing, it's playing the, the whole sitch, you know, it was a good time. It was great. But yeah, we, it's one of those things where like, I'm glad we did it to say we could do it. And it was neat to like, see new people doing it yeah because i'm not like a, a veteran by any means that like sean can't, like sean is so it was neat to see like just the like yeah it was it's cool to see new blood in yeah and it's cool too like just to just like give some you know people an opportunity to do anything especially with like how things have been the last two years it's like there's not yeah. a lot going on mopeds so to have like something like this it's like pretty chill 
you know, it might be more intense because of like the distance, but it, it's chill. It's not a bunch of people. It's like, you know, something anyone can do. Right. And we, yeah, I tried to, I tried to work out all the angles and like, we're all trying to be safe. It was, it, honestly, it was like, it was really enjoyable. I know it like sucked for like just riding at, you know, 35 miles an hour, but it was, it was really awesome. I don't know. It was neat. I'm glad like it was super chill and Nebraska is not necessarily much to look at, but like that wasn't really the point. It was, I don't know, just fun. Yeah. Dude, you would turn out this crazy uh, water-cooled uh, derby thing I see on your Instagram page. Oh, that thing we're machining? Yeah. That's Jordan Utex of the Dopeheads in Omaha. So he's like, I think, and I don't know nothing about it. He was just like, I'm putting this crazy crank in his derby, and it's like some crazy like 90-60C or 98 cc lot kit. And yeah, so that's you gotta talk to him. That thing is okay. I was, gnarly. Just, I, I, was in, I was in the lurk earlier today, and I was like, "Damn, I gotta t- I gotta ask him about this thing because it looks massive." You're like, "Yo, this like fancy water cooled bit a lot setup. What's going on? like? What's going on? Flat read? Like, yeah. Get yeah, real yeah. Like, or die trying over here." Basically, I just do the machining on it. Uh, other than that, like it's it's his crazy dreams, like. Jordan Utech here in Omaha is like, he's the guy who like breaks everything mm. because he's like trying to like push the limit. push stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he was, he was at Moped GP Midwest and every single time he would bring his bike out, like every time he would bring his bike out on the track, he would like blow a clutch, mm. but he had so many, he was so prepared. He would just like, Oh, it's like I'm going to repair a clutch. And he would like, <laughs> Tip the bike on the side and put a new clutch in to go race again. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, you, you gotta talk to that guy. He's a super nice dude. Hell yeah, of course. Dude, I don't know, man. There's like so much like crazy shit going on with mopeds, like parts and like wild fancy builds and like, I don't know. Like, are you still try- are you trying to build anything like really out there? Or are you just kind of like gonna chill with what you have and keep it simple? I got a few trick up your sleeves like i'm trying to get into uh i got this like pinno trike from the green bastards from ben johnson and i don't know i want to get into like like the the bike from north carolina with like the super flaky flake paint Mm -hmm. and then the sheet metal work from the sidecar like i think the next thing i'm gonna do is like a really like, have you ever seen those? They call them like, what do they call it? like sea body? It's like a trike from like the '60s that has the huge fiberglass like thing on the back of it. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't. They're super pimp. They got like, they're, I don't know. Basically, like that's my next deal is like fully sheet metal trike that's like got the swoopy fenders with like the little two-person seat on the back of it like i don't know that's that's the next top secret project <laughs> that sounds tight like i was still like dreaming about my like building my dirt bike my dirt ped or whatever but like i just like spent a bunch of money on uh charlie buzzard's uh derby box Ooh. like i saw he was selling that the other day and i was like Ugh. like i couldn't like i was like i slept on it for like two days and i was like 
yeah, you still got it? Like, what's up? Yeah, and I bought another moped. But I'm like, it's like, there's not many. Like, I don't think there's any other one in the country. I think that was like the only one, the Derby Box. It's like, it's like a variant, but it's got like the plastics and the seat area is different. And it's got like a trunk under the seat that's like big enough to fit a whole helmet. I think I've like only seen one on the internet. Yeah. That's the only place I'd ever seen one before. So I was just like, all right, cool. Like if I buy this, then I can like keep it like, you know, original looking how it is. So I wouldn't want to mess with something like that. Cause it's like kind of rareish. Right. And then like, that would make me not feel so bad about like trying to pimp out my, um, my, my red, uh, variant. <laughs> like, Oh shit. Well, you have the, you have the, like, was it the Peugeot that you got for your birthday? Oh, uh, yeah, for my bachelor party, my engagement gift. That's what it was. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got a Peugeot Fox. Fox. I was going to say Foxy, but I was like, that's not right. It's a yeah. Fox. The Fox. That is, thing's red. The Fox is tight. Like, I still love it. Like, it's, it does, like, all the things it's supposed to do, you know? And, like, it's barely tuned, and it's just fast. It rips off the line. It's like, it might as well be a scooter. It's kind of scooter tech. It's, it's weird. Like the cases are like half the case is also the subframe for the transmission oh, okay. and everything. Like a scooter is. Yeah. So like, you know, if you, I don't know if you were like to like mess with the cases a bunch, you'd have to like replace that whole like side, but it's, mm. uh, it's interesting. Like how it comes apart. It's like, cool. You have this whole subframe on one half. That's like half your case and half your, and all the subframe. And then just like this little piece of sub of case that comes off the other side. And you're like, Oh, that's it. Well, you do like those rare birds. I know you want that Wallaroo. I've seen that post like the other day on yeah, MA. That's like my like on my on my on my dream moped list for sure. Like a Wallaroo, like which is the pur- purple one. Yeah, a purple and teal Wallaroo would be like the like dream. Like that one's like that's like the colorway. You know, any of that like your white whale. Yeah, any of that like Miami Vice looking stuff is like you can't beat it. <laughs> Dude, that's I feel that. And there's like there's not that many like I think there's there's a couple Wallaroos in the country. I think I know one of the guys in Upjet had one. I saw a picture the other day with um the Gasquets that was standing beside like a pink one or something. Okay. But like and I know um Conan from Manic Mopeds and Smog Squad has has a black one that I think oh, he got cool. from the Buzzards and like so there's a there's a couple of floating around but I'm like I'm holding out like one day one's gonna like a really sick one's gonna pop up. Or I can find like a purple and teal like somewhere. See, I think that's where I'm at. Is like I've kind of like done the things and learned some stuff, and like now I'm going to focus on like like everybody has their hoard for sure. Definitely got a hoard, but like you're going, you're I want to get into the collectible phase. <laughs> yeah, I'm like these are the bikes. Like I've I've had like I've had my fun. And I, I mean, I always build stuff, always. But like, there's like three bikes that I like want to keep, and then everything else is like, oh yeah, this is really neat. But it would be like a customer bike, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll never get rid of these bikes. But I yeah. think that's like my next transition, I suppose. What would what would be those bikes for you, dude? Okay, my current bike right now that i just i want to ride so hard is like it's a eagle three so like a socks g3 yeah but it's the eagle three yeah i've seen that and 
with a V2. So a V2 bolts right up to like a socks, like what is a 101D or 101A or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same mounting. Like I, I, that blew my mind. So yeah, Eagle three with the V, a V2, and then the the Gorelli sport wheels, like the Lambo wheels, the phone dials. Yeah, that's my like that's my my white whale. Yeah, that's kind of tight. So you're so you're like you know I want like you know a six hundred dollar wheel set. <laughs> oh, I got everything. I just need to put it together. That's tight. Like I'm into like I'm into that. Like I I don't know. Like I said, I'm into like the collectible kind of phase right now. There's like right the bikes I know I want or want to keep. Like, I love to, like, rebuild my, um... Because I still have my frame from when I had my, like, Top Tank Hobbit. It was, like, a... It was a Cobra frame with a gym. Ooh, I didn't with a gym. That. Oh, yeah, that was, like, my bike. That was my rally bike for years. I took it, like, everywhere. It was, like, a... Oh, cool. It was a Cobra frame with a General Tank that was, like, teal. And, um... And I had a Hobbit. Hobbit subframe swap? Yeah, I had a Hobbit subframe swap. Because, like... We had the shred shed, like Sean had the, the shop out here, and he like had bought a Cobra or like a customer had a Cobra or something, but all the but the yeah. mounts were all fucked up, so they like just like kind of shelved the frame and like built him a new the guy a new bike, and there was just this like Cobra with no tank and like a a frame with jacked up mounts sitting on the shelf like forever, and I was like, what are we doing this thing, dude? Nothing, no one's doing anything. That's cool. Like, let me get that. And like after like I got hit by a car, that was like I built, I rebuilt my bike into that. I didn't know you got hit by a car. I knew Ashley did. I didn't know. Oh you yeah, did. like everyone in Richmond's pretty much been hit by a car. <laughs> I did notice that. Like, That's well, all like a like, damn. Everyone, everyone's got to check it off our off our bucket list out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. like mine wasn't super bad, but I was still like in the hospital for a night. I got like I got rear-ended at a stoplight. Damn. Like, yeah, you guys go hard over there. We got to worry about tractors. Yeah, <laughs> tractors, fucking some corn falling off the fucking back of the truck. We do the uh, the Fast and Furious see if you can fit underneath the tractor. That's what we do in here. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know about that. Magnum- fit underneath the tractor. Yeah, Magnum X is only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Like, um, I I, I want to rebuild that bike just because, like, that was like my like rally bike forever. So I'd like to like, cool. like clean it back up because it's all thrash from like just. So you, being you, a you still have it though? Yeah, I have the frame and everything. I just would have to put cool. it back together. So I'd I'd rebuild it with just like a basic Honda setup, maybe like a stocker with a pipe or like a little DR kit setup, and I'd like keep it in the garage, and that'd be like a loner kind of like bike to sit around. Like, I say I want to keep my Cobra forever because, like, it took me fucking, what, eight years to find a Cobra? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I would like to keep that one. Who knows if I will or not? Like, I feel like if, like, if I had to get it spindle, like, it'd be, like, a pook. Uh. Like, a, like an E50. Because, like, I, cause I, I don't know. Because I want to build, like, my, my dirt ped, and that's going to be an E50. And, like, um, that's got too much going on to, like, sell or part out. Like, I wouldn't. I'd never recoup it, you know? Right, right. Like, like, when you start getting, like, super deep down the rabbit hole, you're like, all right, cool, brand new wheels, brand new forks, brand new this, right. brand new that. It's like my fucking, Yeah, that. it's like my, my KTM 85 forks cost the price of a moped. Like, right. like you know, where am I going to – I would never get it back. And, like, I could always – if I was to sell it, I could always sell the Cobra for, like, 1500 bucks or something. Like, it's – 
moped savings account that I don't would never want to get rid of. That's like desperate time shit. Like into the world's coming. Yeah. Into the world's coming. Yeah. I need like to like fucking feed the kids or like <laughs> or everything's falling apart like, kind of situation. Flood the market. Yeah. And then um, I'm gonna keep the fox forever. That's like just like the story of how I got it is like sick. Yeah, even the friendship, dude, that was so sick. Like, when I heard that, I was like, what? Yeah, Yeah, that like blew my mind. Super surprise kind of thing. Like, okay, cool. Like, they just reached out to people like in the community and like, you know, everyone coughed up a little bit of money and like next day shipped me this fucking moped. Like, what? Like, didn't they, like, wasn't it at your actual like bachelor party deal? Yeah, I had my bachelor party at like Thomas's house, like their new house and like, yeah. I, and I'm, we're pulling up like my buddies are kicking cooking wings and we're fucking we got a bushel of, a bushel of crabs and like everything's chill and they're like yo go 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 to the shed man and I'm like, and Dude, like so and I, was, I was like ooh surprise moped that ran like it was like running ripping like we all like took turns joyriding it and fucking skid stopping because it's got the best drum brakes I've ever had on any, <laughs> on any moped ever. Like, you get, you get, oh, that's so sick. yeah, a moped that can lock up both wheels at 50. Like, come on, come on. It's just like the you remember those like old car commercials during Christmas time where it's like it's in the big shiny box outside with mm-hmm. a big ribbon on it, and then yeah. it like lifts up. That's what I pictured. Like, oh, go out to the shed, <laughs> big ass like Christmas box, ding. Like, yeah. oh, that's so sick, dude. Yeah, it was tight. Like, so, so I can never get rid of that bike, like, ever. Like, that's a keeper for life. Right. Um, what else? Um, my Hobbit, like my main Hobbit that I ride now, like my rack. Is bike. that the rack bike? Yeah, yeah the, the rack, rack bike. bike. Like I'll never get rid of that bike because, like, that's like my baby. Right. So, like, I'm so it's like already out the gates. I'm stuck with like four or five bikes that I know I can never get rid of. <laughs> and then if I can right. find a Wallaroo, that would go on my list of like you know keepers forever. Could like, you imagine, like, it, dude? Oh, and I, I have a, I don't, and I have, I forgot, I have a, um, I have a motorbike because my first bike was a Moby, and like, right. and I've rebuilt, I've probably ha- owned like three fully built motorbikes, like, sort of like you know, built enough, you know, like a lot of parts and fancy stuff going on. I've probably done it three yeah. times, and and then like, you know, oh, this didn't work out. I sold it and got some other stuff. I sold it, did that. Sold it, did this, and then like. Maybe four years ago, yeah, it's been a while now. So four years ago, I bought another 50V, just like roller from someone for like okay. nothing. It was like cheap. Like I did some work and like got this roller. And then I was like, cool, I'll just like slowly buy parts here and there and like eventually rebuild like another fancy motorbike. So I have like an MLM swing arm and like brand new wheels and like all this like Good. movie stuff just sitting in a box to like build one day. So I Dude, like, no, that that's how you do it. Like, slowly get into it instead of like spending all the money like all at once like yeah. that expensive stuff that's yeah that's that's the way to yeah they just pile they just pile up i got i got like totes or whatever with like the you know this is the poop box that's the fucking the moby box that's the honda box and like you know whenever they're, a, they're done and i have time change, i can build yeah. it one day I have to change Johnson with all that stuff. Yeah, and then you got to maintain i guess you know you, you just got to find a place a place to like coast and keep up <laughs> But then, yeah. I don't know, you say it all the time, like, after three bikes, it gets really hard. Like, three bikes, <laughs> three bikes is, like, is, like, sustainable. Like, you got one that just runs all the time. You got one that's, like, your fast bike that you kind of have to work on more. And then you have, like, right. a, then you have, like, a project. Like, that's, like, the perfect number. 
after that, like it starts to get difficult. <laughs> you gotta ride one every day. Yeah, it takes it just takes more time. Like especially like now, like because I probably I don't I don't ride them all. I'm I'm riding like one bike, like maybe like you know a couple of times a week. Right. Like my fox, I know it's just gonna start up and it's gonna do the things. My hobbit, I know it's gonna start up and do the things. Like so, it's like cool. I'll ride like one of these like a couple times a week. And see, yeah, I I got okay. I got a few bikes that like I know will start, but then I like take like just because I'm in small town, like mm-hmm. oh, I'll take out the. I know these bikes are gonna fire up as soon as I fire them up. But let's see what this one's doing today. Like oh, left me on the side of the street, quarter mile down the way, or <laughs> yeah. rip today. That's what I'm saying. Like it takes mopeds are also. It's like a lot of it's about knowing the bike. So it's like yeah. if you're not riding it all the yeah. time. Then you don't really know what it's doing. So that okay. That is okay. You asked about like a project I want to do. Like, I want to make, uh, I want to make a Hobbit do French stuff. I think that would be so sick, dude. I've seen like um, someone use a Hobbit but make it single speed. Like they had it like so it pivoted like a movie. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. I believe. There was a there was a guy out at a, a moped GP out in California that had a Hobbit that did French stuff. I couldn't tell you because I was like still kind of new and I didn't know what I was looking at. But like that was rad. I got ended up getting a like a like a uh, Columbia or whatever. Have you? They're the the socks the socks motors. Yeah. The what is the the socks motor that swings? You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'm trying to think. It's like the the Sox 40 or 4 or something. I don't know. Anyway, they swing and they're like, I got one of those bikes and the mounts fit a Hobbit. And you can use that like center pulley. So basically like you can make a Hobbit reduced down to a sprocket so you can actually like mess with your gear ratios. I would, it would be so sick. Hmm. That's yeah, nice. that's a that's a dream bike build. Is like make a Hobbit do swingy French stuff. Yeah, that'd be sick. I also think, um, like, I guess Europe or Germany. Some I can't remember fucking where, but they that the whole like Simpson moped scene, hmm. like those shifty Simpson bikes. Oh, those top tank wheels that yeah. look like kind of like Maggie X's, but not. Yeah, like I think those are fucking rad. And there's just I need to talk to someone from out there for real because they have like a legit full like cult following kind of like community around just like that style moped. I've seen that on Instagram and yeah, I do, I have no idea what those are, but they are super, super sick. Yeah. There's like giant YouTube followings and like huge ride outs and all that stuff. And they, and they all have the same style bike and I, I know nothing about them. Oh, right, so you ever see the Red Bull thing that they did with all them like mopeds? Over in Europe? Oh, yeah. There's like that crazy ride thing. Red Bull does wild stuff, dude. Red Bull does that thing. They did that, like, that uphill competition. Like, mopeds, like, racing. Like, like, yeah, it's like a moped hill climb, like, challenge. I didn't see that one. Like, giant grass hill. Like, all right, see how high you can get your moped. I know it's all, like, a marketing deal, but, yeah, I think that, like, ride across whatever would be, like, super sick. But if you could have somebody behind you to get the name out as far as like the I don't know the 
connections or whatever. It would just be neat, in my opinion, it would be neat to have like a huge national rally again. Yeah. I, like, I talk to these people. I'm talking huge. I'm talking like 300 bikes plus. Yeah. Well, I mean, you talk to like, like the OGs and they're like, oh yeah, back in my day, like, man, it was like, it was a small rally of 200 bikes showed up. Like, that would be democratic. Yeah. That should be tight for sure. I think we could probably pull off getting like a big like Red Bull sponsor like event. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could pull it off, dude. If we like planned it out right and made like and did something big, I think we could do it. I think it'd be cool to do um because I know like we've been talking about that drag stuff happening down in Florida and like yeah, every every, every time Yeah, every time fucking Tyrone fucking makes a post like the last post he made like last week, they were like, "We got a thousand dollars on the line. Anybody for anybody who can beat us." The shit was yeah, popping off. The comment section is like, got super deep, like sixty comments in. Yeah, like, everyone's getting tagged. That's so like, rad. I'm like, I'm like, I think there should be a huge fucking drag rally. Like that would be sick. Like, all right, we got the track rental. We got the fucking EMT on the sidelines. There's like food trucks for fucking a mile. Like everyone's got tents. Like you know, there, there we got a couple of rides involved, so you know people aren't just like standing around a track all day doing nothing. It's like cool. There's some right. rides. There's some like scenery. You can all the, see some all shit. the things. All the things. Super rally. Like giant fucking Red Bull sponsor or something. Track day. Like well, even if like if everyone we- puts money in a pot. And like, we yeah, <laughs> and it's like, it's not like everyone puts an equal money, you know, equal money into a pot. If you're, if you're uh-huh. racing and then like you fucking like, and then each player, each racer gets like a certain amount of tokens or chips or something. And you can make your own bets and your own wagers. And last man with all the chips fucking takes the pot. That would be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <clears throat> we dream the same. I think it would be sick if like moped army, like Simon, like, got together because i know like he's like he's been doing this for a long time and like but yeah like not like a last hurrah by any means but like all right next year like a year ahead of time not like months down the road or whatever like next year on this date moped army is here and then like have all the things three-day event come as you please like but to attend you have to like the whole community has got to put in like 20 bucks. Yeah. I think we've, we've kind of like made this t- brought this up a couple times. So, we, so I know when like when Thomas were actually on the show, we talked about this for sure, but it was like, so we have Mopin army official and Mopin army official right. is this thing. And the whole thing is, well, what do you actually get from being moped army official, like what comes with it besides like, you know, the status or the recognition or whatever for like your like club, like the the website page accepted on the internet from like other clubs, you know, that like that. But it was like, well, why hasn't like we, why, like why haven't we made like the moped army national rally, like a more, I don't know. It's been this, it's been this weird, like, ongoing thing we've like it's it's come up and then we've talked about it a little bit and then it, nothing's come from it but it's like of all these we take all these official clubs that are official branch clubs like why right. haven't we as official clubs like all chipped in on the national event 
since this is like Mopin Army's national rally, like why each club, you know, each club kicks in X amount of dollars, you know, it doesn't have to be much, like, you know, maybe it's based on like how many people well, are in your club and then like that yeah. goes to a pop. But then it's also like, I think a lot of it has to do with like, it gets overthought and then it becomes like, well, regulation and oversight and who's knowing where the money's going where and this well, and that, and, you and- know. I think I totally like I hundred percent agree with you. I think that would be super sick. And then like yeah, there are like it boils down to the whatever. But I, like like it would be cool if Moped Army was like a big club of all these other clubs, and so you had to like pay into whatever. But yeah, and then like you got to do your regulations. So and so didn't pay his five dollars this month or whatever. It would you know like something that big with this many clubs like every six months you have to pay in how many members do you got oh five dollars a member like i don't know i know what you're saying yeah it's like i don't oh, think it would oh what's it go towards well we can fucking figure that shit out <laughs> vote yeah and vote on like, it <laughs> and and it would be like it would all be like open and honest like so moped army would have a like a, a treasury and you could click on the treasury and be like, we've got this much money in the treasury. And then the official members could yeah. vote on like, like here's what the, are we doing with this money? Here's the bank account. Here's the running spreadsheet. This is yeah, where, as this long, is where yeah, as long as went. everything was, yeah, as long as everything was open and honest, well, like a year from now, we're going to do this. Like we're going to rent out a drag strip and then Tyrone's going to come up from Florida and put money down. But then there's also going to be like, like, routes for other people like i don't know i i'm a dreamer for sure it yeah. would be sick the 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 dreaming to make it like the thing bigger than it is like <laughs> yeah that's why it's like even like this last week i've been fucking like beating the fucking drum because like you know moped army's taking applications for like new branches right now and i was just right. like all right well let me just like message like every like new club that like or not even necessarily new but like every club that i know is just like out there that's not a part of it like Yo, yeah, hey, just, throw, just throw out a just notice. Here's, yeah, here's a notice. Here's a quick nudge. If you didn't see, you know, I just like messaged 20 clubs. I was like, yo, yo, what's up? What's up? You know, especially, like I said, too, without with like the whole sales stadiums, like, you know, finally becoming emeritus and bowing out like thing. It's like that hit me because like because that's because they're from our town. So it's like, yeah, that's local, man. It's like, damn, like. Like they were doing the thing in 2003, like. Before I even thought about a fucking moped, they were throwing rallies and I was still riding bicycles like and like and then they kind of faded away and like we're here. The rebels are here. We got clubs here and we're still kind of like holding it down. But like I'm like I'm like where I don't it's been a while since we've we've, like I said, we've had maybe one or two new people in the last like year or so. And like, you know, we got the boy. And the boy's like kind of young, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like his, like he's in mopeds because his kind of mom like got it, got a moped, you know, right, like, right, right. So he kind of came in a weird way, but like the normal like progression of people getting the mopeds is like that college age group who's looking for like some kind of transportation in their town. That's like right out of out of all the ways I've seen people get in the mopeds, that always seems to be like the biggest one, like. There's some college age kids who are in some city and they need some fucking form of transportation to get around and they found their way into a moped and and then it became some obsession and and I've been seeing less of that over the last couple of years. So I hundred like, percent agree. So as I see the Hell Satan's fucking bowing out, which they've kind of been like you know 
out, you know, for years. Sandbackish. Yeah, they've yeah. been sandbackish for years. Like, you know, Thomas bought out the guy from the Satans who sold all the parts in town. Like, oh, yeah. And, that, that, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like all like all the stuff. They've been, like, you know, backseating for years. And, you know, they had the younger ones in the club that were still kind of holding it down. But, like, what what's going to fucking happen when, like, I'm out of it? Like, what's going to happen right. when fucking Thomas is fucking out of it? Like, you know, it's like, I, I feel like I don't want to see, like, this thing that we've kind of built, which isn't huge, but this thing that we've kind of built, like, in our town, like, fade out. And if, right. like, and if I can't convince, like, new kids to get into it or new people to get into it and, like, keep it going, then it's going to, like, be gone. Well, I... I yeah I agree I think it like it's like having your own business you know where you like you have to hire thirty people to get that one guy yeah like I like that the hardest thing down here is like so like as far as like the Jolly Ranchers goes is like I know I'm in a small town and I sell bikes like every now and again but like my deal is I I bring in these people and I kind of like take them underneath my wing and then you really figure out like who's in it because like there's been numerous people I've sold a bike to and they get super jacked. They're super like cool looking and blah, blah, blah. They get all excited. Blah, blah, blah. And I always try to put people on bone stock bikes. Cause if you put them on a super fast bike, you just need, just they just need something that's going to last. Like the hardest thing for people is like, especially they don't, if they're not, they don't have that like drive to like want to work on something. A lot of them just right. enjoy riding yeah. the thing. And if yeah. you give them a bike that doesn't run ever, then they're going to get bummed out and they're going to bail. Like you want, 100%. you need them to have something that rides so they can enjoy riding. And then they're like, Oh man, this is really fun. What can I do to make it a little bit faster? And that, right. that, that idea of a little bit faster grows into a little bit faster every couple months. And then they're like eventually learning how to work on it be, or, you know, have someone who's there to help them. Right. Yeah. And then like, Oh, now that I'm a little bit whatever, well, next week is this rally. Well, what's a rally? Oh, well, there's other people like you that like this thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't keep anybody like, oh, it's broke? Oh, well, uh, now yeah. I'm mad at it. I'm like, well, I'll pay you to work on it. And I'm like, well, that's not the that's not the point, man. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it fixed for you and get it running again and stuff. But, like, now you're just going to show up because it runs. But once it don't run, then. Where are you again? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like it's it's a hard task, man. Like we've sold we've sold lots of bikes here, and like the majority of people that we sold the bikes to, like we don't, you can't even get them out for the, a ride. So it's like this this weird transition between like people who just want to buy something to get around, and then trying to buy right. something that that or try to get, find someone who wants to buy something to get around, but then they realize that they enjoy riding it. Just for, right. just for the fact that they're riding it, you know, not right. just to get somewhere, which is kind of like also where like, I've found myself go sometimes where like, cool, like, yeah, I ride my moped here and there, but like, you know, you're only riding your moped to go somewhere versus just riding your moped for the fact that we're going out to ride. Well, yeah, everybody, I feel like everybody like goes through their seasons, so at least, you know, you're in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, like, my biggest deal here is like I tell them the people who think like mopeds don't need like you don't need a driver's license. That's one of the things I first like ask people like do you have a driver's license? And they're like, oh no man, like 
back in the day I got and whatever. And I am super down for second chances, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. well, I got pulled over for a DUI and I lost my license and this and that. Well, I'll be like, well, hey, man, like, yeah, I'll sell you a moped, but, like, you're still not legal. And they're like, what do you mean? You don't have to. It's 50 cc's. You don't have to do. You don't need a license. I'm like, girl, you like, you do. This is not your, like, this is not your out to, like, go do shit. It's like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Don't catch another DUI on the moped. <laughs> they'll, they'll, yeah, give, they'll give but, you the same ticket. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's my biggest thing that I'm running into is like, I get a bunch of like, they're super nice people and I'm sure like some of them are legitimately trying to turn their lives around, but it's like, bro, like you're still going to get pulled over and you're still going to be, now you're driving without a license and now I'm like kind of contributing to, you getting in more trouble. Like Delin- I can't delinquency like, of an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't, I can't tell you that. And then they get all pissed. Like, well, you're just supposed to, you're, that's not your responsibility. And you're like, yep, you're right. Once your check cashes is whatever. All right. See you later. Yeah. <sighs> Man. The thing, dude. Mopads. The thing. But yeah, a huge national route. Like, would be sick. Huge national rally would be sick. Figuring out ways for us to like keep the thing alive would be sick. If yep. you guys got ideas, email us at mopinmoneypodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll mm-hmm. fucking be sure to talk about them. <laughs> How long has Blackback been around? I've oh. heard about them for like a long time. A long time, dude. Forever. I can't remember the, the year, but they've been an official club for a long fucking time. They, were, they started in Colorado? Yeah, Denver. Okay. So I just, which makes me think, I forgot to message the fucking syndicates about uh, applying for Open Army. Because they're like, you know, I think there's two new clubs in Denver that are out there holding it down right now. Oh, shit. Like my boys were out there, but like, like I said, they're older and they've been doing it for fucking 10, 12 years, you know? Some of those dudes were right. in the club before Black Black, you know? They've been doing it. So I've heard about Black Black since the beginning. Yeah, Buffalo Boys. Some of the guys were in that, so it's like I don't know. They've been you, like I said, we're like all these dudes and all these people I know, like have been doing mopeds for so long that it's like it's not the priority. It's like you're not at an age or at a, in a position where you can like hit fucking a thousand rallies every summer. So it's like right, you got to find someone else to fucking take up the fucking torch and keep it keep it going. Which I see. There's new clubs popping up every day, but like. You know, I think, well, for those like, yeah, like, yeah, what you're saying is like one big ass national rally every year for like the guys who can't like where they still want to stay at mopeds, but they like don't want to like get out of it and they still want to go to rallies, but they can't. But if you had like one big ass blowout. Yeah. The fucking reunion, moped army reunion, you know, actually, yeah. that's, that's actually the name of a rally. I take that back. We can't, we can't use that. Sorry, branded. Sorry. Reunion. My God. My God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it like, would be like a different city every year. This year we're doing this. This year we're doing this. And it was announced one year ahead of time. So everything, because I understand. I've got two kids and one on the way, and I understand like life. Yeah. But if you could, like, oh, like, oh, that's that guy. And then, like, you invite all these people out of your town, like, hey, man, like, you get some loners, whatever, like, yeah. hey, man, like, people you, like, 
well, you, you, you used to skate and ride bikes. Like, hey, man, like, come ride bikes with me. Oh, I never rode a bike before. Well, you know, burr, 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 and like that. <laughs> Going around and stuff. I don't know. Just get your blood in it. Sick. I also feel like it's a lot of it. So not a lot of it, but some of it probably has to do with the fact that like we, it, the thing has grown and there are more clubs, especially somewhere like Michigan for it. Like that's just a good instance to like bring up. It's like, or Richmond, even the place like place like those that in here and stuff. It's like, there's so many clubs in a certain area. Every one of those right. clubs can't throw a rally every year, but yet, Right. You know, Michigan ends up having like three or four rallies in the same year, you know, in the same state. So that like leads to these people like or it leads to people not traveling as far or wanting to go to other places because there's too many rallies that are conveniently located. Right. So you yeah. can find a way to like collab rallies or like like some states do, some cities do where they switch off every other year. They take turns. So it's like instead of it being like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's like. Oh, I don't got to go anywhere because I know there's going to be five rallies within fucking five hours of me. Like, it's like, oh, well, this state, like everyone in Michigan's throwing this one giant rally this year. And then yeah. like, everyone over here is throwing a giant rally this year. Like, so it's like, cool. Let me get a couple, a few less rallies, but that are bigger versus like more rallies that are small. And I, yeah. And I do appreciate, like, I feel like, I don't know, since we're figuring out all of life's problems tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> I do, like, I miss the camaraderie that, like, I used to hear about back in the day. Like, hey, man, if you can make it to, see, I try to be, like, a halfway point for a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Like, if the Spice Boys want to go up to, like, Sioux Falls or whatever, then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll open up my shop. Like, the, the if you can pool. make it, yeah, if you can make it here, then we can hop in my van to go up here so if you bring your ford focus with two mopeds strapped to the top of it then we can load it up on a trailer and then we can make it here so i i try to like like i'm not like trying to be like the guy no, but no, like I get it I'm trying to, yeah i try to i try to like if you can make it here then i'll help you get there and i used to hear about that like a lot back in the day but i don't see that as much anymore yeah and I don't know if that's like the community shrinking or if that's just like everybody's like getting more clicky, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's kind of, I feel like that's what the community is for. You got to use the community. Like we've always had that like open policy. It's like, yo, like if we got room in the van, like right. you can come with us. So we've, you know, we've had homies from Philly ride with us. We've had homies from Baltimore ride with us. Cause like we're close, like, you know, if we're within a four, four hours or something like you got to right. come this way. Like, Sure, hop in with us, and and I think it's easier too, and it makes it makes the trip cheaper, which is like also another thing for me. It's like every moped rally I've ever been to, like driving and stuff, even like going yeah. somewhere like Denver or going, which was like twenty some hours for us, or going to fucking New Orleans was like twenty hours for us. Like every time I've gone, we've gone to these places, we've always been able to like make it super affordable. It's like cool. Right. We're going to this place. It's a hundred dollars for gas and and a tra- right. and a trailer rental round trip because there's enough of us. Like we have like the the strength and numbers makes it affordable for everyone. It's like we all yeah. we're all playing the same amount. We're all chipping in on fucking the oil change for you know whoever's car it is. Like we're all chipping yeah. in on the trailer rental. 
Like we're all chipping in on like we've we've rented vans before. Like okay, cool. Like we got enough people this time. Like we're not gonna take our own vehicle. We're just gonna rent like a giant fucking carrier van. I mean, you know, not a fifteen passenger because we got enough people to to afford a fifteen passenger, so it's still cheap. Right. Like we're all throwing in on this Airbnb. Like there's fucking it sleeps ten. Like we're good. Dude, okay. Since we're like. Figuring out life's problems again. So, uh, one of my deals with like Jelly Ranchers is like I wanted to. I bought a school bus two years ago, mm-hmm. and but I use it to haul the race car. So back in like the eighties, it's it's a story of on its own. Like basically, you can haul a race car in the back of a school bus, but then I was like dual purpose mopeds. Like I always thought it would be neat to have a rally where it was like a camping rally deal, but I would call it the camping rip. <laughs> and basically like we'd have a school bus, but in the back of it is a garage area for like all the mopeds and you just strap them down all hook. And then you would literally like buy a bus ticket. You would like get a hold of us and be like, Oh, well I want to go on here, whatever. And we would choose a different, the rally wouldn't be at the same point every year. It would just be like, t- like this year we're going here and you could buy a, bus pass and it would be like a hundred dollar bus pass and you get 20 people to go with you and you could go anywhere in the country and you're paying for everything yeah the camping rip i would support that for sure (laughs) like ghost riders had a fucking bus like they they would take the rider they got that like yes they got got that that little short bus thing with the the lift and everything on the back that's tight Like, uh, fucking who else had a bus, dude? Ghost Riders had a bus. Black Black had a bus. Like, there's been a couple of buses in the scene, which was like, which is sick. Like, cool. You want to get a bunch of people and a bunch of stuff, load up this giant bus, pile in. I think, I think the Ghost Riders went to Denver one year. They took hiding radies with them. They took a bunch of people out there. (laughs) Just pile on a fucking bus, man. We actually, and and then that also leads to selling uh, a bus length of raffle tickets. Yeah, it's it's a hundred dollar uh, raffle ticket buy. Yep. Well, well worth it. The the length of a school bus, <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I'm down for this. We should figure out all of the problems. Tonight. All the things. If you're with us, if you're, <laughs> if you're still hanging in to this podcast after two hours, uh, <laughs> you should also be brainstorming on these cool things. And like, you know, in, in end of COVID, you know, end of like pandemic like rallies are fucking popping again let's figure out a way to make the scene grow and to do giant rallies and have have fun again man fuck it let's all be friends yeah more more friends more hand holding more shaking it and you know keeping the (laughs) keeping the thing alive that you know it is like i want to be able to fucking bust dust off my old fucking moped when I'm like fucking 55 and show up at someone's rally and be like, yeah, man, I remember like doing these things 20 years ago. Like, you know, mopeds aren't getting any younger and nobody's making any new ones. Yeah, actually they are, you know, that, uh, that, I, that makes me want to add one to my list. Uh, I'd definitely buy a buy bike if they came, you know, they get it what? straight. They get it straight. It comes to the States. I'd buy a buy bike for sure. I had, I, is it electric? No, it's a moped. You've never, you haven't seen I haven't it. Seen, I haven't seen a bike. I haven't seen oh, it. I yeah, so, I'm out of the out of the thing. So check it out. Dose Cycles is working on getting bike bikes um, to the states. Oh, I know sick. Pete from Second 
second stroke. Uh, got like two of them over like a couple years ago when they went and bought a bunch of Tomo stuff. But, okay. And QCB ended up buying one of the one of the um, ones from Joseph, I believe, or something. And they got a kit for it, and they ran in in pinball this year, and it did second place or something. I I apologize. I did not know this. I would definitely look at that. Yeah, check it out. It's got a it's got an electric. It's a, it's a pretty much a derby variant. The motor and stuff's okay. a little, little bit different. Like the parts are different. I I, okay. I don't know how different. I don't I don't really know much about it. But it's pretty much a derby variant, but brand new, like 2020 2019 derby variant, and it's and it's got electric start and it's got a kick start. So you know, choose your mm-hmm. weapon, and and they're and they're rad. The one the one the QCB took on the pinball. I rode it. It was fucking fast. Like it. Oh, ran, cool. I, I rode it. It was at uh. It was at Florida. Yeah, they had it at the Florida rally. Damn it. Yeah, I rode it. I rode it. Did wheelies. It fucking. It was cool. <laughs> <That's the thing. laughs> it was a cool. It was a yeah. cool bike. Do you turn the throttle and that thing fucking fucking pop the wheel off the ground and fucking ripped? Yeah, it was. It was snappy I'll, I'll for it sure. Up. And then, I don't like, I don't, I don't not, I don't not like electric stuff. They just don't make the right noises. Yeah, I feel that. Like, like I, I feel like I'd want one just to have, but then like you already know, you've seen. I've already explained to you how like deep my list is getting. Like, right. it, it sucks. <laughs> like it, it can only get, it can only get so long. It only, it can only get so long. Like. I still need to sell my yeah. I still need to sell my damn dirt bike. Like, I got a DRZ. I haven't ridden in a fucking month. Like, the the list gets long, man. Like, (sighs) toys, boys, boys (laughs) and their toys. You know, like I'm I'm at this rate, I'm never gonna have room for my jet ski. (laughs) (laughs) The moped of the sea. (laughs) Yeah. Oh fuck! All right, well, dude, like this has been a rad podcast, and thank you for coming on and hanging out. Yeah, we could bullshit all night for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we could keep it going forever, but <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring it to an end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, you know, thanks for thanks for stopping in, thanks for listening. If you guys yeah, have, for, oh, sorry. thanks for having me. On. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> I'll see you later, man. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Cool. That was Josh Davidson from the Jolly Wrenchers. Cool dude. Doing rad shit. Paints, machines, welds. Makes cool bikes. Like, you know. Doing the moped thing. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Um, If you have a topic we should get into... Or a guest you think we should have on the show, feel free to email me at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a voicemail line because we got a voicemail today. So uh, I don't know where the thing is. I used to I used to just have it on the desk so I could like easily recall it. Thomas like memorized it already, and I always forget. But let me see here if I can pull her up. Dun, dun, dun. Cool. So we got a couple of voicemails. So I'm going to hit those and we're going to see what they are. Give them a listen. Hey guys, this is uh, Mark Dunn of Raleigh. Just wanted to uh, touch base, say hi. And uh, I kind of wanted to uh, propose the question of uh, 
what do you do as far as trying to uh, pull in new members or, like, retain the members you have when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to keep life in the club? Uh, being that it's, it's a little bit more difficult for a physical presence at this point, I uh, just want to know what your opinions were and just kind of, you know, maybe some of the things that uh, you found effective. Like uh, posting or just uh, how, do, how do you uh, kind of put yourself out there? All right. Look forward to the podcast. Have a good one. Marky Mark. <laughs> not Steve. No, I'm just uh, the other, not Keith, the other guy. <laughs> uh, Mark, what's up, dude? Um, so, yeah, that's a cool topic, actually. I think we talked a little bit about that today, but... I think I think one of the ways to like help like retain and build your club because it's hard. Like I said, I feel like it's been getting harder over the years, but I think a lot of it has to do with just like selling bikes and being. You have to your club and your you you or your club or whoever you're doing the thing with your friends, your group, you know, has to be the most the moped resource in your town, like. Ed's Moped Shop is Ed's Moped Shop. They're doing the thing. Like, Second Chance... I mean, Second Stroke is, like, the moped spot up there. They're the resource. And they're also, like, club members. Like, they're doing the thing. So it's, like, you have to be who they come to when they need to buy a bike. So when they're buying mopeds, they're buying them from people who are already in the community. If someone's just buying a bike from Team Rando, it's hard to get that person to hang out and get that person to come on rides and get that person to go to rallies. But if they're buying the bike from people that are already in the community and it's like yourself or your friends or your group or your club, then you have a better chance to try to convert them into like hanging out like, oh, cool. Like you came over to buy your bike. Well, come over while I'm working on the bike. It's not ready yet. But yeah, come hang out like you can. I'm working on it and you can meet some of the other people and then they see that there's a community. They see there's like group rides going on, there's things going on and that can, you know, kind of help convince them to like maybe come out and go on a ride and enjoy it. And then kind of like what we talked about on the show today is like selling someone a bike that that's going to run something that's going to be easy. You don't want something that's going to be hard for a person to like stick with. Like they, they, they need, you know, a light ball or a little downgrade, something to get the ball like rolling. And then as far as retention, I feel like that's just like, I don't know, same thing, just keeping it interesting. Like, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be about riding, doesn't necessarily be about wrenching, but about community, like about having a way to like get people to like stick around. So you're like, cool, like we're, we're having a cookout today at the spot. Oh, we're, we're doing this today. Oh, we're going to do a small ride and go to do this other thing in our town oh, there's a show coming up, like, who's trying to hang, like, just making it more about the moped and more about the, or less about the moped and more about the community and your group and your scene. And, like, you you want to be friends, right? Like, we're trying to make friends and hang out and, like, do the thing and then introduce some other people that they might enjoy being around. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for that one. Uh, let's see what the next voicemail is. And put on our do not call list. Ooh. Press one to speak with someone about possibly extending or reinstating your car's warranty. Uh- How many of you guys get those calls every day? 
We get them a lot. I'm surprised that I got one on this voicemail line because it's not like a normal number, which is really funny. I'm not going to delete it. We're going to leave that. That's great. <laughs> Let's next voicemail. Let's check it out. Yeah, uh, this is for uh, Moped Monday podcast. Uh, you know, I was just uh, wanting to say I really appreciate what you're doing, and uh, keep on keeping on. All right. <laughs> Well, all right, dude. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. I've actually been getting like a lot of like love recently too, which is like tight. Like, it's it 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 takes time to do. Like like I said, it's hard. Like Thomas and Ashley stuck around for a long ass time with us, and you know I appreciate every every moment of it. Like we've had a lot of fun doing this podcast. Like all the friends we've like made and all the laughs we've had like in this room. Like. And my other apartment or whatever, like, it was great. Like, I'd never fucking take any of it back for sure. Like, <laughs> I hope I can keep doing it, you know, for a long time. But we'll see. Uh, One more pork. One more voice. Let's hit it. Yeah. You know, uh, this is that uh, podcast on uh, Mondays for the Mopeds. I uh, just want to say, you know, you're doing great things out there. I uh, really appreciate uh, all of the uh, good hard work you do over on the podcast. And, uh, you know, every time, uh, uh, you know, a moped seizes, a uh, angel gets its wings. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> That's tight. Well, you guys heard it, man. Every time a fucking, every time a, a, a moped seizes, a little angel gets its wings out there. I like it. It's good saying. And on that note, that's it, man. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, you can go to mopedmonday.com and purchase a shirt or a hoodie or something. Um, I did get the sketch drawing for the new shirt um, that this girl, this girl in town does amazing art. She's so good. I love everything she does. And I've printed like some of her shirts before at work just for like different like campaigns or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to find out who she is. And she actually works at a bar down the street from us. So I like talked to her and I met with her and I'm like, oh, these are some ideas I want to do. And like, so she's working on a shirt for us, which is like awesome. I'm like really loving what she's got so far. So hopefully I get that stuff soon and I can like do like some, I don't know, some fucking, some Christmas special or something. I know I got a ton of like Christmas hoodies left. So if you're looking to get something for like a homie or something, you know, for, for the holidays, let me know. It's, it's on there. It's popping. And if you want to leave us a voicemail. You can do that. Our voicemail line is 804-638-9533. Again, the voicemail line is 804-638-9533. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch your flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Wah, wah, wah. You fucking blew it. <laughs> That's idling. 